Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. You are now tuned in to the Low Mid Podcast, the latest episode to be specific. My name is Huey Revolution. I'm one of your hosts, and I'm here as always with my homies, Ramil. What's going on, y'all? And Nemo the Zeus. What's up? What's up? You already know what the fuck going on. Best podcast in the world. Coolest podcast in the world. And today, we got a pretty pretty solid show lined up for you guys today. We're going to get into some trending topics, our top three lists, which for today is top three teachers of all time. It's going to be a, a pretty interesting list. I'm interested to hear, like, the upbringing of my homies. And then we're going to do our show-and-tell segment, of course. Um, without further ado. Let's get into these topics, Yeah, bro. let's get into these topics. So we got three solid topics lined up. Which which one do y'all want to get into first? I think we should just go ahead and knock the biggest one out the way. Right, the most important one. Shout out to Popeye's for keeping it crunchy. <laughs> Keeping that crunchy ass Popeye's chicken. Shout out to Popeye's for keeping it crunchy. Comethazine, why? <laughs> I think. Do you think Comethazine made this happen? I think that he 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 could benefit off of it. Yo, he's, he's one of the black Twitter niggas that could benefit off of it. He looks like he kind of looks like you remember that Reese's Puff commercial? Oh shit, the guy who used to perform. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks like he could do that for them. Shout out to Popeye's for keeping it crunchy, and then they're like. <laughs> Popeye's new chicken sandwich. What do I eat when I get hungry? Shout out to Popeye's for keeping it crunchy. <laughs> Some lame ass bar or something Yo, he could do. That would be so funny. Okay, so if you guys don't know what the fuck we're talking about, Popeye's know. just released a new chicken sandwich that's competing with Chick Fil A, Zaxby's, and other restaurants that serve chicken sandwiches. And all the black people are shitting their pants. Yeah, and I didn't even know. Not like, how come has nobody questioned? Probably like, literally. Why has nobody questioned why Popeyes hasn't been had a fucking chicken sandwich? <laughs> Honestly, I was wondering. Yo, that why too. the fuck have they not had that <laughs> yeah, shit? That, like, that sounds like the most like. That's the most basic idea. Oh, should let's have a chicken sandwich. We make chicken. That sounds like the most Cajun idea of all time. Oh, a chicken sandwich that might be necessary for our business. You, like, <laughs> I, I guess they was. Carefully planning this shit out like Marvel. They're well, waiting for I, 2019. Actually, I think this is the first time. Oh, no. Hell no, because they got chicken tenders. So they, they have boneless shit They got before. chicken tenders and they got bread. Do they got bread? Do they have bread? No, I'm thinking of Zaxby's. I'm fucking tripping. Yeah, I don't know. But, <laughs> yeah, so this, um, this Popeye's chicken sandwich has been... Uh, the root of a lot of memes and a lot of you know viral moments this past week. Like literally, like my boss and my mom, uh, literally show me memes like all the time about this shit. Like a lot oh, of older God. black people are really gravitating to these that's, fucking memes. That's when you know something's popular when older people send you memes about it. That's yeah. when you know something's <laughs> like, you know, it's funny. Popular. Like Jesus, did you see? It was one meme where it was like Michael Jackson in the Jackson Five, and it was like Popeyes, <laughs> and then Michael Jackson is like when he wasn't he was an adult. It's a Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh wow! So people have been saying, "Okay, it's it's a wide range of uh, opinions on this chicken sandwich." You know, what I'm <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> Boondocks, Boondocks first saw it. Yeah. This is so stupid. Okay, so you got people saying it's the best thing since sliced bread. It's the best chicken sandwich out here. You got people saying it's overrated. You got people saying, 
uh, actually, I've, heard, I've only heard either it's amazing or it's overrated. I've, I've never, heard, I've heard it's bad. It's, it's okay. I haven't heard nobody say it's bad either. Me either. I haven't heard anyone say it's bad. I haven't heard anyone just be like, it's, you know, it's straight. It's just like, you guys are tripping or it's like, this is really, really good. Damn. So have y'all gotten a chance to uh, eat it yet? I have not. Have I, you? Shit, I haven't yet either, bro. I, I have not had a chance I, to eat it. I actually haven't either i, I want to <laughs> yeah I we, we want to we want to try it just because and I, like what they were talking about early on um is the mic still on like how much of this is because of the actual level of goodness of the chicken sandwich or just the internet hype surrounding the chicken sandwich <laughs> the chicken Shit, sandwich I, I, Jesus. I think it's a little bit of both. i think it's mostly yeah. the hype of the chicken sandwich because like for some reason I, I don't know i feel like this is something that sparked from like some somebody with a sassy Twitter account was like, Papa, I'm coming out with a chicken sandwich. And like, oh, shit, you know this shit finna be good. And then everybody was like, oh, shit, and just keep reposting it. Yeah, that's it just, probably what happened. I, didn't, I haven't seen one ad for this chicken sandwich from actual Popeyes. I've only seen the ads on fucking Instagram. Shit, they haven't needed a fucking ad on the, on the goddamn no. TV. Shit, they're getting plenty of promotion right here. This well, is the, free promotion, they're too. They're getting free promotion, too. They ain't got to pay saying. for no slide. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This, pro, this is, shit, the most outstanding uh, ad campaign I've ever seen where I haven't seen an actual ad. Exactly. But there, exactly. there are parts of this that are disappointing me about this whole thing. It's and we not we, crunchy we, enough. We discussed, yeah, mainly. But um, <laughs> we discussed how you know just the level of attention this is getting from yeah. our community, and it's like you see where we prioritize our energy at. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's, and it's it, it looks like okay. So to other communities, it seems like they're only I don't know if like obviously there are probably all people of all ethnicities going crazy over this, but. You know what I'm saying? It seems like the media is just focusing on the media crazy that black like, people are giving this chicken and it sandwich. it seems like the memes mostly only are, focus on us. Yeah. Well. So how many of them are – how many stereotypes are we enforcing it's, here? It's just sad that a chicken sandwich can be a, a – a, it's like we had to talk about this chicken sandwich, and that's sad. That it like <laughs> had to be a part of not just our podcast, but is the mic still on? It's like and probably every other podcast in the world. Ch- Come on. We have to talk about the chicken sandwich. Like that's yeah. just <laughs> – that's so stupid, but I, I will. Ign- I, I, I want to try the chicken sandwich, right? Don't call me a nigger because I want to eat the chicken sandwich. It's a chicken sandwich, right? But I'll, I'll it's try it. Yeah, the dude. memes surrounding it have been making us all look very niggardly. I'll very say very stereotypical. I drove. I haven't eaten the chicken sandwich, but I did drive past the Popeyes like twice. And dude, the lines for that shit was crazy. And this is like, like past eleven. PM. Damn. Damn I thought they fucking closed at ten. <laughs> well, the one near me, that should be open or whatever time of day it was. And we're like, we're like, that this shit is insane. Like, I, I, I don't know how. Like, what gets in people's head to they're like, yeah, I'm gonna wait in this line for this fucking chicken sandwich. And they there's no day, way. Out. There's no way I would wait in that fucking fat ass line for that chicken sandwich unless I literally had nothing to do for like. A whole day, because these lines are fucking crazy, bro. I wouldn't. I don't think I'm going to try one until the hype dies down. Yeah, but then by then there's going to be the like leftover chicken. (laughs) (laughs) People getting uh, fights and shit over that shit too. You know that nigga Quavo? He's trying to sell like all the sold out ones for like over a thousand dollars each. You're trying to sell? Wait, he's trying to sell the sold out ones? He's he he got a bunch, and he's like. You know you can't find that nowhere, man. Come, come get this fucking chicken. Yeah, you took them from the establishment, so come get them from me. He had a box full of them for like it was like thousand dollars for a sandwich, man. Come on now, a thousand dollars for a fucking sandwich, nigga. You tripping? I starve. <laughs> I bet you somebody is gonna take him up on that fucking offer. Somebody who got thousand dollars to spend on a chicken sandwich probably would. I bet you, little Yachty, 
instead of waiting in that. I bet you he might do it because he wasn't he waiting in line and he never got one. Oh, that's that, that, that sounds like some shit that would happen. He would probably be like, "Man, come on, let me get the chicken sandwich and just give him a, a fucking thousand dollars, which yeah. is like two dollars for him." Yachty would yeah. definitely be the one to like <laughs> try to do some shit like that. <laughs> so yeah, people have been reselling the chicken sandwich. And How crazy! Like it's a fucking sneaker. Somebody said it was on eBay. Somebody said it was on eBay. So yeah, you get, remember Beasy bought that up? You're gonna on, get a, gonna you're go gonna get a chicken sandwich mailed to your door. <laughs> Like three days I was later, like, <laughs> shut the fucking fuck up. And it's crazy because it's not like this is a limited time thing. It's, it's always going to be here. Yeah. So this this is insane, man. But but as you were saying, it's like if we were to put our energy into something else other than a popular fast food chain, which I don't even have to look it up. I'm pretty sure the CFO and CEO of this business establishment that centers around Cajun chicken is probably white as fuck. Mm-hmm. Or at least the majority of the board are. So us putting that much free advertisement into something like this, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy to see. It, just, it, sh- it goes to show if we actually play our cards right, how much money we could generate for something that's actually important or how much money and, and attention we could bring to something that's actually relevant. You know? And we've done it with other things in the past, but we gave a lot of money to Popeyes this past week. I wonder what that could have gone to. If we weren't like so obsessed with this chicken sandwich, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it, it's chicken. I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's chicken, nigga. It's chicken, but at the same time, I mean, it's yeah. But at it's the same chicken, time, yo. it's like. But as I'm saying, it would, would it would it would make more sense if it was like okay at the end of the month it's gone or yeah. at the end of the it's gone. It's always gonna be on the fucking menu. Like it's here to stay. I you love- don't have to just get all this in one week. <laughs> I love, bro. The whole just. This is just so funny to me, bro. I love how his sentence started out with "it's chicken," but at the same time, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's something like in a business meeting. Like, well, okay, we are talking about chicken, but what you have to remember is this chicken is blah 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 blah. I yeah, just, man, that shit is crazy. How now, much that shit has been trending? Now, wouldn't it be funny if we're gonna all try this chicken sandwich at some point when the yeah. hype dies down? It'd be funny as hell if we just came back like the hype was worth it. This shit is amazing. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I can see why that shit was trending, dog. I'm looking at my fingers now, nigga. <laughs> Two days after the fact. God bless you, bro. Two days after the fact. I'm like, I'm still looking at my fingers. That shit was good. <laughs> now, I think they're going to try to, they're going to probably do them shits by the bag like Chick-fil-A do. Just fucking get a bag of sandwiches or mm-hmm. a bag of Popeye sandwiches. And now Chick-fil-A, I guess chick somebody said Chick-fil-A. Yo. They're going to start giving head with they got them orders. And that yeah. <laughs> Chick-fil-A going to start giving head. What's up with, like, all the chicken places are just What's going on? Do they make these moves at the same time? Because now uh, Chick Fil A has macaroni and cheese, which I tried. How was it? It was all right. It was all right. You can tell why Chick-fil-A people. You can tell why people made it. Oh damn! Oh, you can tell why people made it. I had some. My manager had some um, at the job like last week, and I didn't even think nothing of it. I didn't. You know, I'm not like a huge Chick Fil A person. Um, even though lately I have been eating a little bit more. But I just happened to see some macaroni back then. She was like, oh, you can have some. It's from Chick-fil-A. It's new. So then I had some of it. But albeit, though, I had to heat it up. So I didn't have it totally fresh. That that plays a factor. Yeah, but it was like maybe. Scale of one to ten. Maybe a six and a half. It was was good. But it wasn't like, you know, you've had better macaroni and cheese, I'm sure. I would hope. Okay. Interesting. Mm. I, I I do want to try, but like, why are they making these moves at the same time? Popeyes like, will come out with some macaroni and cheese. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all niggas not for the one up us. <laughs> that shit would be fucking hilarious. But um, yeah, man, Chick Fil A, Popeyes, they're going head to head. And it's, it seems like a pretty good battle too. It's like a battle of the memes going on right now. <laughs> it's a battle. 
a battle of the because it's like it's like this is like the uh that um twilight shit team jacob or team fucking what was the other dude's name edward edward it's like you team chick-fil-a or team popeyes people have divided themselves into joining <laughs> these restaurants and defending chick-fil-a's chicken sandwich and defending popeyes chicken sandwich and i ain't gonna lie objectively speaking it look like popeyes has an edge up Definitely and that right shit is now. new. We're going to have to see because I just had a Chick-fil-A sandwich like yesterday for like the 500th time. They still and hit? Yeah, they, stay, they still hit just like the first time. So we'll see. While I have your attention, uh, I want to shout out a, a, a black place of business. Check out Slutty Vegan if you're in ATL. Okay. I haven't tried them yet. I wanted to on my birthday. Yeah, I but want, fucking I want to. That shit's hella good. And their lines be so long. I right. know. And That's be, cool to see. Like I went to the little opening for that. And uh, shit was hitting. Can't lie. Damn. I bet that line was long as fuck. That line was, bro, it was like I was waiting for like a fair or some shit. Damn. I swear. And that's how it would be on a regular day, too. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Even to this day. So that's cool to see. But uh, yeah, let let us know. Have you tried the chicken sandwich? Have you tried the macaroni and cheese? Who's the king of chicken spots right now? Who has the best chicken sandwich? That's 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 the question that's for the question you guys. Question of life right now. <laughs> Let us know in the Discord for sure if you've had it. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Which topic? Uzi. Yo, Uzi. Uzi. What's good, bro? Can you pay for my college tuition? Ninety grand. I go to Temple, bro. Ninety grand. I could pay for that. I know you can. But <laughs> this is the thing, though. If I pay for your college tuition, are you going to finish college? Are you of course. Nah. One hundred percent. I don't bullshit. I'll finish What's that. What's your name on Instagram? Big Ass Heel. Big Ass Heel. Big sure, Ass Heel. Make sure you show me all of your, your transcripts, everything. Show me all of your papers and everything, and you can get 90000 from me. All right, bro. Fuck. All right. If you I'll, don't, if you don't show you. me, you won't get 90 Nah, I got you, bro. You show me, I'll show college, you. I got you. You come you to Temple sometime, too, bro. You gotta show me too. All right. Love you, bro. Take it easy. I just want to say right now. This yeah. is when I thought he was going to be like, I could. But I, I ain't. Mean, right. I thought he was like, I could. Bye, nigga. And just, like, walk away. <laughs> like, yeah, I could. That ain't nothing for me. All right, later. <laughs> but I, I just think it's so fine that he, he seems willing enough mm-hmm. to uh, to do that. Because, like, he really he could be doing anything he mm-hmm. want with that 90K. But yeah, he's, he's, in a, he's in a mind place right now where he feels like helping everybody out, I guess. Yeah, he actually said yeah, which was hella cool to, to see. Because yeah. I, I didn't anticipate that. Um, and he seemed serious about it too. Like he wanted somebody to ask him. To. He wanted some paperwork from him. So he, he was like, "I want to check your grades. I want to check yeah. your transcript." And he's everything. like, "I don't need your transcript." He's like, "But are you actually going to stay in school, or are you going to fuck around with the money?" Yeah. He's like, "No, I'm going." He's like, "What's your Instagram name?" All right. So I hope, I hope the viralness of this, I hope the kid gets it paid. You know what I'm saying? Because I'd be, you know, what I'm saying we want to give some positive press of uh, when people do positive things. Of especially course, especially rappers. Yeah. Especially rappers and using your money to actually help someone. That's really cool. You know what I'm saying? I know that's like shit, nothing probably to Uzi. That's like half a chain or something. He could have <laughs> bought a whole like another bracelet with that shit. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but what, what, uh, what fucking school does that kid go to for his tuition to be $9,000? Man, man, does he even need he that goes, He goes to Temple? Temple University. Okay, yeah. oh, I don't know what that is. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's where. I know I, heard, I know where that is. I mean, I know what it is, but I don't know where it's at. It's, it's in Philly. White school? Yeah. Um, I think so. It, it might be. I like, think it's private. It might be. White. I just Bruh. know that this, it's a rich school. Bruh. Oh, it's public though. Bruh. He, he don't need that money, bro. <laughs> that nigga white. For a public university? He's white, bro. Come on, man. Let's be real. If he's going there, bro, he probably, his parents probably like, oh, that saves us a check, right? Like, you know, that's all. That, like, come on, bro. Like, 
me and Ra met Uzi once. So you mean to tell me we, we should have, instead of asking for a picture, we should have asked for, for our a loan? Fucking, yeah, for a goddamn. For our college tuition to be paid? That would have been so clutch. And then it would have been a lot less than 90000 Yeah. You know but what I'm I, I have a feeling back then Uzi probably would have been like, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he tell us no? Because he wasn't, that, he, he wasn't was the same time, Uzi. Wasn't he? Yeah, he was high. He might have. Oh yeah, he probably he was. Oh, yeah, he was this off was, something. This like. was was this pre XXL Uzi or post XXL? This, this is twenty seventeen. This so he was, was already big. This was right after the legendary XXL Uzi. He was in the hype mode. He wasn't finna give us no ninety thousand whatever. <laughs> he was probably like the fuck. He was just too high. He was probably like the fuck and just walk off. This is a more mature Uzi. You know, so he's he's going through some shit now. Yeah, yeah. Now, what? How? What would, you, what would you think would happen if that were Yachty and you were asking him to pay? He probably would have said, "I like walked away." Uh, no, no, no. No, I don't know. Man. I would like to say that he would. Well, no, no. wait. He might break. He might break him up a little. Something. I don't know if he'd give him the full thing, but he might give him something. It, he'd have to be. He probably would just ignored him. Like, I, see, every other celebrity would have just been like. Kept walking. That's why it was so cool yeah. that Uzi like stopped and was like, "All right." But now that I think about, it, I think Yachty might have done this in the past. Oh wait, Yachty dropped out of college. That. He did. He um Where somebody he like, DM'd him or something, and he and he paid their tuition or he paid a. Did, was he the one that paid a bunch of people's tuition for a yeah, while? Yeah, he was like, if you go to Georgia State or something. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> After <laughs> we go to Georgia State. Yeah, but it was we had seen it late as fuck. Yeah, you know that was, we still go to Georgia State. No, nah, that was that was back, <laughs> that was when we was at perimeter. Yeah, that was shit. back when we were at perimeter. He would have been like, "Nigga, we said we said the state. downtown campus." Yeah, yeah. legit, <laughs> not thirteenth grade, nigga. <laughs> man, I'm like, listen, I'm transitioning soon, though, dude. I need you to come coming through with that come on, check, man. That would have been clutch, though. We just man, we just need to find another rapper that we could ask. Just us three. Who do you think? Us, Who do you man? think? Who do you think? Just it give me some. Would names. be the most likely rapper to yeah. do this for us, Nipsey. Yeah, if he could, peace, rest in peace. Let's uh, see. Um, at this at this current moment, I'm trying to think of some nice rappers. But you got to think who has the money to do it and who's like that kind hearted. Jit might do it. Ti might do it. Ti might. Ti might fucking do it. Ti might. He's a Santa Claus of the South. If you follow him recording and you're just having a conversation, you're like, "Will you pay my tuition?" He might do it just like for the image. You know what I'm saying? He legit be doing shit to give back. Who's Dude. the who's the rapper that's least likely to do this? Shit, I don't even. Hood Rich Pablo One, maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was I don't know. It's such a large pool to pick from. Uh, shit, I have no idea. Like, Russ. <laughs> Russ. <laughs> yeah, bro. He definitely. I I, I couldn't see him doing. I mean, that's it. probably ninety percent of them would say no. You think Pump would do it? If Pump was depressed enough, I think he would do it. If he was just having a good day or a very chill day, he was like, I don't give a fuck, sure. Uh, you said depressed, and you said if he was having a good day. I'm talking about, like, one of those, <laughs> like, a good-ass depressed day, man. No, I'm talking about, like, one of those days where he's just chilling. Like, like sure. Oh, one of those days where you're just like, you know what, fuck it. I yeah, that's what shit. I'm talking about. Okay. Not like, yeah, yeah, it's good. Do y'all think Jaden Smith would pay somebody to lunch he does he have the Maybe. funds? I feel like he would instead give you some knowledge, drop some knowledge on you, and say you don't even need to be going to school. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know this shit is a scam, right? <laughs> Tyler definitely wouldn't do it then. <laughs> yeah, I can't pay your tuition, but I can drop this knowledge on you. You know anything about the seventy fifth cosmos? <laughs> I can't pay your tuition, but I can pay you this knowledge forward. <laughs> the fuck, I need some money. He might. He have, might. Have you seen that video of the uh, of? Okay, there was there was I just seen this video. It was an old ass video of Jane Smith. He was like giving back to like some skateboard uh community in like LA mm. or something. Mm. And one of the kids 
went up to him and asked, was like, $85 billion. He, he went up to him and he was like, Jalen, you want to help? Oh, no, Jalen. <laughs> he was like, Jaden, do you want to help out the homeless? And he was like, how? <laughs> Y'all saw that. He was so pissed. I, I, agree, I, fuck, I agree with that. He was like, how, what am I, wait, how am I really going to help them? How old was he? He was just, it was he probably, he probably like, he was probably like an 18-year-old nigga. Like, he was like, bro, I'm trying to fuck with these skateboarders right now. Can you get the fuck out of my face? No, nah, I'm fine. Oh, wait, no, no. In the video, Jaden no, was see, like, Jaden was like 15 probably, okay, but the okay. kid was like oh, 20. He's like, he, so Jaden was just like, how? I never saw that video. I've yeah, seen it. I've seen like, that. The, because like the guy, he walked up to him like all crazy. Like, oh, like trying Jayden, to fuck let, with let's, him. Let's okay. help out the homeless, dude. And he's like, so okay, guy, how? Was the guy homeless? No, no. See, I think Jaden shit, shits and giggles aside, he would do something like this, but I think he would try to do it on a bigger scale than just like giving you some money. So you see what he's doing yeah. for Flint? Because you see what he's doing for Flint, like he, his whole company, which I admire him for, because he's doing something that like, like his parents weren't even going. It, it seemed like they weren't going to do. So that like takes something for everyone around you, just not doing anything with it. I'm sure a lot of people have more money than he does, and he's like, yeah, let me help them out. You know what I'm saying? He's he's promoting his water brand at the same time, but even that has, like, a good mission behind it. Yeah. So as a 15-year-old kid, I'm pretty sure he had no idea what to do because, like, even walking up to me and saying, let's help the homeless, it would take me thinking about it and trying to work that shit out and having – instead of just being like, yeah, here's $50 million. Exactly. That's, that's why That's why he was just like, how? Like, what, what do you – like, how are we going to do it? <laughs> that, <laughs> if he would have gave him a step-by-step plan, he'd probably been like – Oh, yeah, yeah, let's work. Yeah, he probably would have been like that, but he was just like, let's help the homeless. Like, how, nigga? <laughs> right. It's not like he, he's, he seemed frustrated because he just came to me like on some, like, are you being goofy right now? Or are you, yeah, are trying, you trying to fuck to, with me? You're trying to fuck with me type yeah. shit. But, you know, that was cool as fuck for Uzi to do that shit. Hopefully, yeah. you know, if it, what if the kid actually comes back out and said, Uzi didn't pay for that shit? <laughs> Dang. Like, it was just what on the video. Like, he leaves him on red. <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh, Dang. bro, that was just for the flex, bro. He's like, like, bro, like, calm down, bro. Relax. What you want, bro? Some but, weed. But we really do just need more rap. Like willing yeah. to help their fans out, yeah. get through school type shit. That's mm-hmm. cool, man. It, imagine if every like popular rapper just like once a year, they're like, I'm gonna randomly just pick one student, and they had their own little scholarship. Well, yeah, I was been, I was going to say that there are some um, rappers, um, I'm sure, who have scholarships. I'm, just, right. I'm absolutely sure there's some rappers. Right. Maybe not so much more of the bigger, more notable ones, but mm-hmm. at least like yeah. you know the middle class and like maybe the underground class of them probably who are in the community in grassroots level of parts of the community probably do have some scholarship Definitely. funds set up for kids. And if you know who they are, go ahead and shout them out in the Discord in the chat. Yeah, because I want to see we'll, this. We'll uh, shout them out as well because that'd be hella cool to know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. But like, yeah, if like if these big rappers just like, yeah, I'm gonna pay this tuition. That'd be cool. Like, you know, we I, I like to see more uh, people that like our community is giving money to giving back. You know, because it, it it seems like a lot, and it's a lot for, to us. But to them, I mean, I, I don't know. It does it, it it wouldn't be as um, you know, it's not as much money as we're putting into them. For them to, you know, like pay someone's tuition, you know what I'm saying? Shit, you sell a chain and just bless somebody right quick. You could. One of the comments I noticed on that video was, um, this this is simple, but but he he literally just said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So it was literally just that college kid just taking a wild shot. Took some guts. He's like, can you pay my tuition? (laughs) He probably was just fucking around. Or shit, maybe he was like, "This is my last I, effort." I, he didn't. No, he <laughs> he, he, probably, he might have been serious, but you definitely didn't probably expect him to say, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. yeah. That nigga was happy as fuck at the end too. He was like, "Oh, oh shit, bro. Okay, bro. Uh, yeah, my Instagram is well." <laughs> He's like, uh, "Cool." 
That would have been so, like, bro, my stomach would have dropped if I would have just been fucking around. I'm like, bro, can you pay my tuition? He's like, yeah, I can. Are you going to stay in school? I'm like, uh, yes. <laughs> yes, now I am now. <laughs> yes, uh, I am. And in, in our position, it's like, yo, can you pay, like, re- literally, we could just say, like, if we don't have, n- neither the three of us have four years left. So right. it's not like he's paying for, like, as much as he would an incoming freshman anyway. <laughs> so he's still saying? paying less. But if you, if you feel so inclined to go ahead and absolve that back debt, you could do that as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, big ups to Uzi. That's cool. Yeah, that's that's cool. And shout out, you know, what I'm saying, miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Time to be more bold. Uh, speaking of, I wanted to bring up uh, a topic of conversation uh, that that seems to be very important for our generation, mm-hmm. especially since we've been talking a lot about social media. Uh, most of the topics we get are from social media. You know what I'm saying? That's most of uh, where where this generation lives on now. So I wanted to talk about the social media generation and social anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, off the bat, what do you, what are you guys' uh, general thoughts or experiences with anxiety or social anxiety? Uh, everybody experiences every day, but they try to hide it. Mm-hmm. I think that... Um yeah, for some people, um, so for some people, they're able to maybe mask it better than others. Right. Um, and I think that, yeah, at a certain point, everybody's had a little bit of anxiety when it comes to being social just because of either the setting or the opportunity that could be mm. of, you know, a result of whatever you're doing. So I think that it's definitely something that um, we have to acknowledge and uh, that, you know, can be very personal. Right. So I wanted to bring this up because I think it's funny. I think we're the most social and least social generation, like, both simultaneously. Because we're able to, like, I could talk to fucking somebody from Russia right now if mm-hmm. I wanted to, right? But also, like, I don't know my next-door neighbors at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I thought it's interesting that with this social media, it's, like, kind of making us less personable and less social in real time like face to face with people like less human yeah which like i don't notice from the older generations maybe that's something that just comes with age but it seems like shit you you are a product of your environment if you grew up walking outside every day talking to the milkman and shit and then versus if you just you talk to your friends over the phone all the time like you know i'm saying it's going to be some like just for example us growing up Back in DeKalb County, like, when we were growing up, me and Ra, at least, like, we would go outside. There's nobody out there, like, at all. I know mm-hmm. that for me, like, I, me and my couple friends, like, we were broke. We didn't have no, like, game systems and TV. We would go outside and do shit, and it would be desolate. We'd be like, let's go try to talk to some girls. Ain't no girls out there. Nobody's you know outside because everybody's <laughs> is in the house on the phone, you know? Right. And I, I actually did a poll on my uh, Instagram, at uh, Hugh Revolution. <clears throat> so I actually did a poll, and I was like, do you guys think that this generation is more um, is less social, and most people say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that just, that just, you know, it's just something I wanted to bring up because I feel as though, yeah, definitely everyone deals with social anxiety. I deal with it as well. It goes in and out in, in spurts, uh, the the level of extremeness that it, that it is. But I think as overall, like as a generation, we're experiencing something that's never been experienced before because no one else had the internet before. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. I never used it like it never it's been yeah it's a whole different time yeah i think that's been very well said because when you go to parties and shit you see a lot of wall huggers that are just glued to their phones and yeah. and, and 
sorry to interrupt, not to also, you see a lot of flexing for Snap to where you look at Snapchat, and I've seen this happen in real time. Yeah. You look at Snapchat, <laughs> girls all twerking and all, all this shit, and then in real time, it's like, okay, that was for 13 seconds, stop the phone, and we're back to standing on the wall looking around. Looking yeah, around. So somebody that watches that is going to be like, oh, this shit's lit. Yeah. And then like we're going to be like, no, the fuck, it's not. <laughs> we're right next to them. No, we're it's next not. To them. They literally said, okay, let, let me shake my ass for 10 seconds, and literally everybody around them just looked at that. Yeah. And then, and then like, it stopped. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta flex for the snap. Gotta you know do it for volume. You know and see, that's another thing that I think creates social uh, social anxiety. Well, social anxiety and anxiety in general is social media because, like, man, this shit. Like, I've really, I ain't gonna, I've really hated like Instagram for a long time, man. Because mm-hmm. some shit I don't want to see on Instagram. Like, you know what I'm saying? And especially in cases where, like, you know, you just see shit that you don't necessarily want to see, mm-hmm. or like, you know what I'm saying? You, um, it just becomes overwhelming with all this information all the time. Man, it's crazy because that's why another reason I'm glad we have this podcast because it's like, I think it's starting to get increasingly rare to just talk to your friends about a variety of topics just like as a real conversation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Versus like, that shit crazy, repost. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, And yeah, man, I've noticed that because it's like, even with me, like I said, like being more out on my own now and interacting with more people just out in the world, I've noticed that a lot of, especially like our generation, but like people are just socially awkward, I guess. Yeah. To the extent of not just like they're like weird, but it's like you don't know how to just like interact on a basic level, say thank you when you open the door, like be courteous when you're like doing something for someone, small talk, that kind of stuff gets more and more hard to do. Um and dealing, like my personal experiences, um, I go in and out of it, right? So like depending on the time and stage of my life, I'm either uh, like very social or sometimes I get like reclusive and just stick to myself, just because I feel like it's 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 hard. And this, m- some of this is like just me as as a person, like being a quote unquote outsider. It's hard. It's hard to talk to people sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And especially when. Uh, you're looking at social media and you're seeing like people that appear to have like perfect lives because that's what the, you mostly just show on social media. It's it's it, it's a little weird, you know what I'm saying? To like not have that face to face interaction, but you're like seeing these people that are always like on a hundred. So I know how that can also build to anxiety because you see these perceived uh, personifications of people that aren't a hundred percent real. It's all it's always a little bit of a show. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody's gonna post that like some like some super depressing shit happen unless you know i don't know you you know what i'm saying unless it's yeah. a cry for help yeah unless it's a cry for help which also is is to be taken seriously which is also sad that a lot of the times i see more people post on social media for help than to like hit me up or to <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what i'm saying so and honestly there's even a lot of anxiety for people to post and that's why mm-hmm. some people may not even post for like months or weeks mm-hmm. it's like they, they don't know how to the world is going to react yeah. to their picture or their caption it's all about reactions now and it's like they may take some shit down that they really liked because it underperformed it's yeah. like you didn't get enough that, likes that, and you it's measure like, your ego because of that you measure exactly. like your self esteem mm-hmm. based on that shit man. that it's shit's all, fucked up it's all internet now exactly Fuck, which man. makes it weird to interact with people in real time because like yeah. I know for me growing up uh, I didn't really have the phone like that and Me shit neither. when I was like very young. So a lot of my interactions were face to face, right? And I started out. I would, you know, what I'm saying I, I wouldn't say I started out, but like when I transitioned schools 
to middle school, I, I think I, I became like a, a very shy kid for the first time. And like I said, it's times where like before that, like my last school, I'm like class clown and shit. Then come to this new school, I'm, I'm very, very shy. Then, you know, throughout high school, you work on making yourself better. Then I end up having more and more friends, you know. And it sometimes it kind of flips back and forth for me depending on what I'm on. But for me, growing up as someone who was like, forced to go outside and you don't even got nothing to do you got to go talk to your cousins you got to go blah 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 it's sometimes there's like i feel like there's a slight gap between me and other people who like had all this shit since they were young because it's like they Mm -hmm. talk and interact differently just based off that along with other differences just being a person has so imagine the gap between our generation and like our parents generation because i've noticed like everyone like from that generation, our parents, they act very differently than how people do now. And that's yeah. normal at, in terms of just generations. Yeah. But it's so weird because we have this third abstract thing that no one would have thought about, which is the Internet, which makes it so I can, like, have a, a fucking girlfriend in o- uh, fucking Oakland or something, and I'm in Atlanta. Yeah. But also I've never spoken to her in real life. And so then, I, yeah, the, the catfish. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's, that, like, that's a perfect example of what how the uh, – internet has changed people's lives and romantic lives you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. that shit and i now i got this post that um I, I i stick to it man it says back in the day the internet used to be escape from the world world now the world world is an escape from the internet that's yeah. real because that shit will fuck with your head take it from me do not stay on the internet for too long yeah man. give yourself a lot of breaks to figure out who you are without always like having you know judgment from people shit, you know what I'm saying yeah, exactly. it's cool to a certain extent and I know we're all somewhat addicted to it but like definitely go outside and look at some trees like you know swim mm-hmm. in the lake be in the world like you know don't always be in the world sometimes you just need to be with the earth yeah. don't always be in the world because I'll tell you what it's probably people you follow let's say they're an Instagram photographer they're taking some amazing photos of, of the some, world of places right and you're like damn this photo is fucking dope and it's the fucking park down the street from you, and you, you've never seen it. And it was the filter on like, it you know and what I'm shit. Saying? Yeah. <laughs> and Go see shit. You know, there's this new challenge that I've been thinking about participating. In fact, I probably will participate. But the challenge is to talk to a stranger at least once every day. Mm-hmm. Because I read this thing that, uh, I read this uh, little thing where it says that if you talk, if you have small talk with a stranger, then that generally leads to more happiness yeah and i agree with that. i've been also, I, do, I agree with that i've been pushing myself to do that as well like that's a big form of getting out of your comfort zone is just taking small snips talk to somebody on the elevator talk to you know even if they seem abrasive because like they may not be expecting it but more often than not you'll get a, a positive response you know yeah. just you know if, if it's you, just yeah even if you don't just fuck it you're you're you know you're uh, flexing those muscles. so And it helps build confidence. So, yeah, with, with anxiety, like social anxiety, I'd say uh, uh, something that can go a long way is just uh, uh, taking it a step at a time. Like Nemo said, talk to a stranger. Fuck it, talk to your... Uh, some good advice I saw from a YouTube channel is start with, like, your cashiers. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Just yeah. ask them how's their day, their day going and just start getting the habit of doing that. Once you're comfortable doing that and answering, you know, you're like, oh, good. After a while, start to maybe say something about how your day really has been. Oh yeah, you know it's been it's been rough. I got fucking shit at the office, and you never know that could spark up a conversation. Just getting you comfortable talking to people and and uh, strangers, and then you take that out into your life and just keeps going step by step. You know, you dig what I'm saying. And shout out to the people who do that at Piece of Cake, um, who actually come in and I think that's what that's that's the one thing that 
I think all three of us thought that we're missing as a generation. It's just like, damn, can we just have a human-like conversation? Because mm-hmm. as we're social beings, you know what I'm saying? We have to communicate with each mm-hmm. other. We have to talk to each other. We have that urge to be around other people, you know what I'm saying? So for us to have a lot of people in our generation who just, like, it's honestly, it's a more unnatural for you not to want to be around people than to want to be around people mm-hmm. by, the, by human nature. You know what I'm saying? Have we not been raised and been conditioned and had our experiences through the internet affect us and how we affect um how it affected us talking to people in real life, it probably would have been a lot different, you know? Yeah. It's to the point where sometimes that shit be weird. You be like, Oh, I was not expecting Somebody said that. hey to me. Someone's like saying hey and smiling. Right. And they're like, Yeah, no, what uh me too, blah blah blah. And you're like, Oh Good morning. You be like, the fuck? Because most of my interactions <laughs> are just especially when I was working, just here's the money, all right, later, and then bye. You know what I'm saying? So to the point where that's like people like that stand out. It'd just be cool to like see more uh more interactions like that. Are there certain situations that give just for you guys, are there certain situations that give you anxiety that you've noticed like any repeating kind of situations that you know like triggers your anxiety? Uh shit. For me it's usually whenever I wanna s- hmm. It happens. Uh, it happens really frequently for me, so mm-hmm. I can't really point out a specific moment. But it's usually just right before I want to say something important. Mm-hmm. I guess. Mm. Sometimes for me, it's like before I. Well, this is like a on a smaller scale, but it's like before I'm trying to say something funny. <laughs> but <laughs> no, that, overthinking yeah, that, it. Yeah, yeah. just uh, I'm an overthinker by nature, which I've been trying to get out of. Um, and like uh, for me, uh, something recurring. It's it's usually I guess just like not knowing how someone will react when I say something or yeah. that's the biggest thing. It's just like okay, this is a new situation. I don't know this person. I'm about to say something. How they're gonna, how are they gonna react? Is it gonna be weird? Is it like? And I'm just thinking about that instead of just doing what I want, you know. Yeah. And I'm I wasn't always like that, and I don't have to be like that all the time. So I'm working on getting back to just being, you know free of that kind of thinking mm-hmm. let um, me ask y'all this has anxiety ever stopped y'all from like trying to uh i guess take a shot i guess with a girl? shoot a shot maybe you should, or like, anything in life you mean oh well, mainly with see, a girl but anything of course now with a girl for sure yeah because yeah for sure with things in life it, it depends because with me i know at least some like if my gut's telling me to do something and I feel like it's important, it's like even if I think I'm a fuck up, I'm like, okay, I got, I gotta try this, I gotta do this. If I feel like if it's in my gut, there are some things that I'm like, Ugh, I don't really want to do that because I don't think it'll go well or blah blah right, blah. And I'm not right. sure if that's anxiety or me just like, I, yep. I don't want to do that. Yeah. But with a girl, yeah, for sure. I used to be incredibly like shy in my younger teenage years. Um, so like to the point where like. I didn't know what to say, like to girl, like I'm just, I'm not being myself. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. Um, Cause so. I remember, I remember when we used to, when we used to talk about that and he used to always say, my issue is just like, how do I open up the fucking conversation? Yeah. And my shit was like, how the fuck do I close the conversation? See, we have, we, I knew how to close. He knew how to open. <laughs> See the, um, yeah, I remember we would say that and I was like, yeah, man, once I get in there, I'm good. But it's like, what the fuck do you just walk up to a girl and say, and we would, we would like challenge ourselves at at uh, our last school, and we'd be like, "All right, just go over there and say something to her." Right. And like <laughs> now, in retrospect, that shit was like, it's not hard to do. Yeah. Like if you just just fucking, especially at the school we were at, and how small the shit. Hey, how you doing? I'm I'm new here. I don't know any blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, but at the time, it was the most frightening shit of all time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> gulp. And we would challenge ourselves. Sometimes it would go well. Sometimes it would not. But the thing, the thing I would say is the times where it worked out best is when you're just being 100% honest. I feel the times where you're just like, hey, I just, how are you doing? I, I, my name's blah, blah, blah. I thought you were pretty, blah, 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 blah. And then, they're probably, they respect you. I think women respect <coughs> that because that's, that's rare. They're, they're not expecting you to do that. To just be honest. They're, they're expecting you to try to run some game or to try to, like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, say some, you know what I'm saying. Just I agree with you, like, just being your naturally, I guess, uh, your natural self. You can be yourself better than you can be anything else. Yeah. So shit, man. Um yeah, definitely trying to we uh we should all be trying to get to and I am as well. Just get to the point where you're just doing what you want to do without like thinking, Oh, what if this fucking goes wrong? Like, you know what I'm saying? And even when it goes wrong, just shaking that shit off because that's just life. Sometimes shit goes wrong. And when it's social stuff, it's like who gives a fuck? The smallest thing in the world, you know. <laughs> yeah. In in, re, in actual, in when you think about it, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah. but anxiety is definitely a big conversation, and it's something that I had never like. I don't know if I had ever been like a type of person that experienced it like uh, a lot, a lot. Um, in my life, I've definitely felt it lately. You know what I'm saying? Somewhat. Mm-hmm. Um, but. That's the, I think that just comes with, like, you know, life changes and as you grow and as you take, yeah. you know, as you're, it's kind of like you just take risk and you grow and, you know, like, you're, you always wonder mm-hmm. about yourself, you know what I'm saying, sometimes, like, shit, can I do this shit? Is this shit going to go right? Like, that's, you know, part of the stress that it being, it brings. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's just keep uh, keep pushing that line. That's what I'd say, like, keep taking the steps toward your goal. And eventually it works out if you stick with it. It's just like exercise. You just keep doing something, even if it's small. If it seems small, short term, after a while, it's like, okay, dope. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, and yeah. you're proud of yourself for doing it. Right. Do you guys have any funny anxiety moments? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good-ass question. That is a good question. Um, I probably do. Should I, 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 can't, I don't know if I can think any. Oh shit! You just thought of some shit. You thought of shit. <laughs> if y'all could see Hughes' face, he had that. I just had an aha moment. Like, oh shit! Yeah, there's one definitely. Yeah, he he has that embarrassed face. I don't know if I should say it though. <laughs> Damn man, damn! If you don't want to say, it, we ain't gonna pressure you. But you know what I'm saying. I think I had a. I think maybe, um, probably when I was just trying to maybe spit game to a girl or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, or fuck. Bro, I've definitely got some. I can't think of any. I've got a, a scenario. Like I remember, I when I was like at summer camp, um, I don't know how old I was. Probably like seventh grade, some shit. But like, yeah, man, <laughs> I had like a a whole girlfriend that I barely even talked to. I never <laughs> kissed her. I know we didn't. We like held hands once during a movie because okay. I didn't know how to like talk. Like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So. That that was kind of embarrassing. It's like, yeah, we uh we go out, but we don't speak because <laughs> I don't know what to say. And it, uh, yeah, that was that was that was something. That's seventh grade for you though, for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't know what the fuck we doing. We just like like uh, it was just a thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, thing of, like all the, the girls come up to you and like, do you like blah blah blah? And you're like, yeah, and they're like, all right. Y'all are together, and you talk. You don't know how to speak to her ever, <laughs> or like those fucking um, what them shits, the little uh, what's the, the, what the fucking shits called? The, the fucking uh, um, fortune teller. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The, the, the little four, the little four piece fortune teller. Yeah, like, do you like shit. me? And like you lift up a flap, and it'd be like, you know what I'm saying. Uh, pick a color or whatever. Like mm-hmm. all that shit used to be like 
okay this this i guess this is cool but you know probably i think i don't know because sometimes i get anxiety confused with nervousness i don't know if they're one and the same but like Mm. i i don't really know if i can differentiate them or somebody can i I was i would i'm no expert so i would i would think they're slightly different just off just like okay let's say let's say let's say if you're about to do something like on a stage in front of a crowd or something like that would that be like you being more anxious, See, the, or it could be nah, that's that's nervous. It could be one or the other because because I remember I used to get nervous to. No, see, like, here's the thing. You would get, like, butterflies before, like, doing a play or something. Mm-hmm. But, that's, I would, that's, that's but I would nervousness. but I would, never be like, it wouldn't be like, oh, fuck, like, in, like how anxiety feels. It yeah. would just kind of be like, oh, shit. Okay, so anxiety is more had to do with fear. It's more about yeah, fear. It's, like, it's more restrictive. Like, and yeah. It's like if you had anxiety, like really bad anxiety, you wouldn't go out there on the stage. If you're nervous, you can go out there and you're kind of just like maybe twitching or something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Okay. But you're still like able to function. So anxiety, anxiety like can like shut extreme. you down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. As I understand it, if you're a clinical psychologist, go ahead and give us the proper definitions. Yeah, for sure. And in the Discord, let us know if you've def- definitely dealt with you know anxiety. I'm pretty sure everybody has. Yeah. At some point, goddamn, in the Discord and, and in how do life. You, oh fuck! I wanted to bring up one more thing about it, like the crutches people use, like for it. Oh, oh yeah. You know, weed is one. Yeah. Everybody has like crutches. I feel like. Um, some are more destructive than others. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's where you get people like drugs that's why we were talking about earlier we're like we're the drug doing we're our parents are the drug dealer generation we're the, we're the drug, drug taker generation <laughs> we're the drug doers not that people haven't always been taking drugs but come on now zans is like synonymous with rap and mm-hmm. that shit that is a, a a drug specifically designed to cure anxiety or cure quote unquote it's, 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 yeah it numbs you it's supposed to make you not it's feel it's literally an anxiety medication mm-hmm. yeah um and you know people have different crutches and, and it affects people in different ways like, a crutch could be anything, though. Like, for me, I know if I don't watch, like, a good movie every once in a while, I'll be fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I'll just be, like, depressed. Yeah, but, I know that same. And I know if, like, if I don't, you know, I need to watch something funny or something mm-hmm. to, like, kind of get me. Comedy you know what I'm saying? Me. Just to maybe lift the mood or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mental yeah. and emotional state I'm in. Yeah. It just kind of helps to always laugh and to try to just, you know, same thing with, like, a song or something. You know what I'm saying? Try to make yourself feel better. And I guess those could be used as crutches, but at the same time, I mean, there are certain periods where you, you know, acknowledge everything that you're feeling and try to soldier your way through it. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you need, like, other things around that'll yeah. help you, you know, boost. So whatever, if you have any crutches, let us know. Try to keep them. Uh, if you do have any, you can tell us whatever they are. Like, we're not going to judge anybody. We're not going to judge anybody. Nobody's fucking perfect. But yeah. I would just say, like, just work on... Um, if it, if you have one that's destructive, like hard drugs or alcoholism or something, just work on decreasing that and substituting it with something like a hobby or working out or something positive. Also, you know, CBD oil. You dig know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> that's you know why we want to get into that CBD oil. I ain't, yeah, I ain't playing. You know we still want to try it out. They said that shit does help with anxiety. That's that's one of the main things that it does. Yeah. It's help you relax, and I definitely yeah. need some of that shit. Which, uh, yeah, which I've been hesitant to try, too, because it's like I don't want it. A, an external crutch, so to speak, but it's—I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it can I'm help. Weird, you, maybe it can help that. you get to that internal place. It could, but I don't know, man. I know I don't have an addictive personality mm-hmm. in general. I just don't. I—I I don't. I know myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I just, I've always, and I think a big part of that is because I've always had this fear of a crutch because everyone in my life, I'm not going to say everyone, a lot of people in my life, my life have them and I've seen them being used and it's like, oh, that's, I feel like that kind of sucks to be like 40 and you're like, need this thing to get through the day. Yeah. And I'm like, I really, really mm-hmm. don't want to, I want to be happy internally, but it's, you got to fight for that. So you need a crutch, yeah. but it doesn't have to be negative. Mm-hmm. And even when it's like something like, the CBD oil, like that shit costs money. It's like 10, 20, whatever. I ain't got that. And it's like, I don't want to ever put myself in a position where it's like, you oh, if it. I don't have this CBD oil, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So. And also, you know, even with just, you know, people who like, sometimes sometimes people people have multiple things they use to help them get through shit. Like some people go splurge on themselves. Some mm-hmm. people, you know what I'm saying, smoke, drink, do whatever, um, work out. You know, some people have different ways they um, deal with their emotions and their feelings. So I will never, you know, Wow, I wouldn't do some of them um, personally, but at the end of the day, you can always relate to the human aspect of just, you know what I'm saying? Like, just it's all about feelings. You know right. what I'm saying? It's all about feeling good, and at the, that's all we have. Yeah. So, but definitely, like, in the Discord, let us know. Let's keep this conversation going. I think this is, yeah. this is a nice tie in to the whole, the whole trend of mental health and anxiety and getting these yeah, things yeah. out and opening the dialogue so, for so shit you, like that. Yeah, if you have something to say, something to add, um, questions or whatever just go ahead t- put them in the, the chat yeah tell us some stories too oh and send us some uh anxiety or depression memes too because those <laughs> yeah, those are help. actually like therapeutic to be honest they help they're they, it's it's funny how accurate they be <laughs> to be honest <laughs> all right y'all want to move into the top uh three yeah Let's get it. top three segment so this today's top three is top three teachers of all time i actually didn't make my list until this morning but i'm pretty pretty happy with the list i turned out with I'm so. pretty solid with my list, I think. Yeah. Pretty solid with my list. Now, I think that it's actually for it's actually interesting that I think we're doing a top a teacher's list mm-hmm. because a lot of times, like more times than not, you know what I'm saying, I guess growing up, your teachers thought you thought were the bane of your existence. <laughs> like you thought they're like, Man, why the fuck are you giving us this much work or whatever? Why the fuck? <laughs> and a lot of and especially in our school system where a lot of people just didn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. just didn't care about us. You know what I'm saying? Enough to really teach us. Like, a lot of people are just there to get to do a job. Right. Like, right. You, and a lot of times children can feel, yeah, children can feel when you actually care about them. And it's crazy because, like, getting older to the point where we're, like, at the age to, we could go to graduate school. Yeah. To have teachers that we were, like, in ninth grade, they're like, yeah, they just got out of graduate school. And you're like, oh, I know that you don't want to be here looking back on it. It's like, you're just, <laughs> you're depressed as fuck and you just want to go home. That's why you're not enthusiastic in the slightest <laughs> like you know you don't want to be here this is just a job to you and then i don't think what they realize too like you set the tone for the classroom like if you walk in and you're like oh hi what the fuck going on everybody and then <laughs> the whole class the whole class is going to be like well this bitch is just not going to be here so man and see that's why i'm i'm actually glad we did this because it's important to shout out the teachers that are uh really dope because yeah. they can make your yes. day yes. they can make your year yes, yes. they bruh teachers can do a lot bro yeah they can they do a lot to lift your mood especially when you're a kid because it's like most of your day most of your life is school so if you're in there with a fucking teacher that's just like do the work and shit like then you're depressed but if you got one that's like hey god come on man let's you know enthusiastic about what they're doing it makes you enthusiastic and the teachers that are actually willing to help you out like in, in your grades and shit that shit is clutch too as fuck i think when you actually see for me when this is how I found out, like, what teachers I thought care more than others. When you go to, like, those tutoring sessions mm-hmm. and you see, like, you get one-on-one help with mm-hmm. teachers, which is what my, my, my 
Motherfucking ass definitely needed that. So when you get get on a one on one session with a teacher, and then what the fuck else pissed me off about teachers? Like when you get a parent teacher conference, they seem like they care so fucking much because your parents are there. But then it's like, you where was all this this, this vocabulary and this energy when you was just telling us to? You know what I'm saying? A lot of our teachers cuss. You know what I'm saying? Ain't shit funny. You know what, what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Shout out Reading. Shout out Reading. A lot of our teachers fucking fuck cuss. Yeah. Swear. Bro. I've had teachers say, you know what I'm saying? If it's fuck me, it's damn sure fuck you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> teachers be threatening to fight students and shit at our school. That shit bro, was wild, bro. F- bro. So the, <laughs> and long story short, this top three list took a lot yeah, of yeah, thinking. Okay. Who wants to get into it first? Who wants to get into it? Wait, but teachers that cuss though, bro. Okay, hold up. I never had like teachers that cuss on purposely. I've had them like cuss on, on accident. They'll be nah, like, man. "Well, you just carry the shit." Oops, I mean the six. I, nah, I've had bro. that. <laughs> shit, nah. We had teachers like, "What the fuck?" In the class, and we all laugh, and they're like, "Ah, oh, relax, y'all are." You know what I'm saying? They just. Yeah. See, but teachers. see, when they cussed, it hit different because the whole class was like, "Oh shit!" Like yeah. when they was like, "Just be quiet." Damn. Now in ninth grade, the first teacher I think I ever had that in high school at least that cussed, he was actually really. Cool. He would just do it to be funny. Oh, okay. Like but, our health teacher, yeah. but our other. Teachers, oh yeah, he was funny as fuck. He was funny. He was cool as fuck. <laughs> but our other teachers, uh, he would be honest. He's like, I don't want to do this shit. I'm the gym. I'm the gym coach. They just have me in the air with this health shit. He said, "Cause I'm the best in the fucking country." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Fuck. Yo, coach was, Jackson. Was, was it Jackson? Was it Jackson? I don't know. Fuck. I don't remember. But he was hella cool. Fuck. Co- coach something. Jerome. Some. Something he was like a basketball that. coach too. Yeah, he was hella cool, man. I shout think his out, name was Jackson. Shout, shout out. Shout out him. But, um. Fuck it. I'll go first. Okay. All right. Uh, my number three. So, um, all of elementary school, I had female teachers. I didn't get any male teachers until I was in middle school. Plus. So, number three is from third and fourth grade, Miss Mogul. Mm-hmm. Shout out Miss Mogul. Shout out Miss Mogul. Yeah. Mogul, damn. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know what she was. I just know that she was light skinned and had a rose tattoo and big titties, and that's that's all. I, <laughs> that's all I remember from her appearance. But Clutch. as far as the teacher, I remember like I don't know. She was just one of those cool um, elementary school teachers that you know they 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 kept it real, but they were just chill the, most of the, most of the time. You know what I'm saying? They weren't really like all <laughs> kitty and playful and shit, but she was just chill as fuck and kept it real. And hey, I, I fuck with that. And speaking of attractive teachers, you know what I'm saying? You already know. Um, I'm a, you know what I'm saying? Fuck it. We saying names anyway. Shout out Miss Ali. I don't know if you remember Miss Ali. Uh, I remember. <laughs> so I remember, you remember that. I remember you talking about her like. 80 million times since yeah. we've known each other. Yeah. I, I, knew, I knew this shit was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, so shout out her. And yeah. I've actually seen her since we left Rita in Middle. But it is. I mean, she still look good. I'm not going to lie, man. I never, uh, I was never into her like that. Really? Yeah, I never. Wait, wait. <laughs> but okay, so I know I know which teacher you were into in high school. I'm not gonna say her name, but I, like I forget her name. But you can say it. I don't care. Miss Derby. Derby. Yeah. <laughs> see, see. Uh, I told you it was coming. She yep. was So fine. And I thought she was alright. Man, she was fine <laughs> as hell. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't really think I had. I ever had like really fine teacher. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold up now. Miss Treebird from fifth grade. Oh Ms. man. Did Dr. Seuss write your teacher names? Miss <laughs> Mogul and Miss Treebird. Not even Bird Tree. Well, Treebird. Well, well, shit. That's what happens when you go to a white elementary school. True. You know I guess saying? so. Miss yeah. Higglebottom. <laughs> All right, man. Okay, that's go, fucking go funny. Go for it, Miss Ali. 
Oh, uh, my number three. Oh, oh, so that wasn't even your number three. No, oh, you that just, was just you just wanted to shout out. She was fine. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. No, she actually as a teacher, she was pretty she, trash. She was, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't finna say all that, but she was cool. Like she, you know, what I'm saying, like she was cool. She was cool. No, okay. Um, just real quick, then I get into my thought three about her. One time. It was a lot of shit going on in the bathroom. Like, niggas were fighting and shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? And no lie. See, this is the type of shit that teachers said in DeKalb County. This is why we're trying to get across to y'all. In her class, she was upset because, you know what I'm saying, people niggas fighting in class or whatever. And she was like, I don't know if y'all in there doing what, touching tips, do whatever. And we were like, what the fuck? We was like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, no. You and we, team and mom, we're fucking 11, 12 years old. And she was like, I don't know if you're in there doing secrets, touching tips, whatever the fuck I'm doing. And, and I don't think we, uh, some of us didn't catch that back then. I was oh like, my oh, fuck. God. I was like, well, I'm not doing that. Uh, ma'am, I'm actually just in there using the restroom. I'm just actually peeing, but you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that was just a funny aside, though, just to talk about her. But my number three teacher um, is Miss Miss Thomas from high school. Um Miss Thomas was really, really cool. Um, she was my senior year. She was my junior, I think my junior year and my, I don't think she was my senior year English teacher. Um, no, because I was Mr. Lamb. So, yeah, she was my junior year English teacher, and she was really cool. Um, and we clicked right away. Like, she just had, like, a kind of, like, she just gravitated towards me. And um, she was real, like, personable and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Could talk to her about a lot of stuff. And we were like, this is just as a gauge to how cool we were. She bought me Zaxby's, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's Shit. she was pretty dope to me. That's and how even you get in the top three, and you know the, those teachers that you want to see when you go back, that's how you know those were the ones that you were close to. So I definitely have gone back to see her a few times, and you know what I'm saying, yeah, she was really cool. Somebody I always remember and appreciate because she definitely did actually care about um, our education, and she was um, <clears throat> just you know a good spirit. All right, that's what's up. That's what's up. Okay, my number three. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and, and uh, pick a teacher from my uh, elementary school. Well, it wasn't in where I went to elementary school. I went to a private school when I was young. Duh. I got the no, hoodie on right that. now. Shout out Imhotep. Oh, that was that's it. Yeah. That's oh it. wow. Wait, it was a private school named Amhotep. Imhotep. Imhotep. I know. Fucking with you. Uh, shit. But yeah. Um. So I don't I I be, oh wow I just forgot her name what hello, hello, hello. Miss, damn Miss, uh, I think I believe it was Miss Neely mm-hmm. um I think this was in maybe second grade I had this teacher but all the teachers over there that I grew up with held it down shout out Miss Harvey um well most of them one of them tried to get me kicked out of school but that's another <laughs> story wow so um, yeah but I remember all the teachers I have on my list they taught me at least one thing that was very memorable. So I just remember being outside with her um, and the class, and we were all just outside chilling. And then a whole bunch of people started getting really scared of this spider that was crawling around. You know, so everybody was like, oh, oh, and like all running around and shit, right? So Miss Miss Neal, Miss Neely, she went over there, and she's like, why are y'all being so scared? You know what I'm saying? Relax. It was a daddy long leg. And I remember her, everybody was so scared that she picked it up, and it was like magic. It like she she let it crawl. She let it crawl from one arm all the way to the other arm of her hand and back. And then she let it like walk around her hand. And we were all just sitting there like so amazed, like whoa. She's like, it's, it's nothing to be afraid of. 
Like you know what I'm saying? A lot of things wow. a lot of things no, looks no, a lot of things you know what I'm saying. <laughs> she dropped that knowledge on us at like <laughs> seven or whatever. She was like a lot of things look scarier than they actually are. And I was Damn, like, that oh, was the lesson shit. in that, for real. Yeah, she so deep blessing. I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying. So I was like, Oh, tight. And besides that, she was just a really cool teacher, no nonsense, but she was cool. Like she was just chill. She actually came to my first uh production, like thing that I helped to co direct. Yeah, she actually came out, so shout out her, Miss Hardy. Well, which was the what was the that? Uh, the uh, you don't the, own me the the first one like we did at the whole spot. The you don't own me one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with Miss Cass- Okay, where yeah. you were, like announced or yeah, 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 that, that yeah. one. So yeah, that's my number three. Pretty cool. That's yeah, that was a pretty cool number three. All right, so for my number two, um, I'm gonna have to go into middle school. Wait, wait. Now before I go into this teacher. Uh, Raw story really just brought up a story that that was so fucking funny, bro. One time in seventh grade, bro, we had this teacher m- named Miss Beard. She was our math teacher, and in math class, bro, one day we we were just all joning the Miss fuck- Beard. Come on, bro, <laughs> with with the fucking names. I'm sorry, keep going. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Now, one day in math class, we were just joning the fuck out of everybody in the classroom, and she just couldn't take it, and it was so funny because. Because she was like, everybody, stop jouncing. What are you doing? <laughs> Don't ever try to say the word, ma'am. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop like, jonesing. Cause like, That's hilarious. You know, like, she was just like a 23-year-old white lady. Oh. Just, like, stop jonesing, everybody. <laughs> oh, man. That makes it even funnier. <laughs> bro, we, bro, we was dying so hard, bro. We, we, man. That shit probably would have been hilarious. As fuck we so. did not let that shit go. <laughs> but anyway. So number two is from eighth grade. It's my science teacher, Mr. Tappan. <laughs> Mr. What the fuck? <laughs> Mr. Okay, Tappen? now you're fucking like, around. No, bro. Tappan. <laughs> Tappan. <laughs> All right. Okay. Go, go for it. And okay, it gets it gets even it gets a little bit worse because Mr. Tappan, bro. And uh, when I was in eighth grade, that was the second year teaching, right? right. And literally in the first month, bro. Okay, Literally, okay, so keep in mind, Mr. Tappan, he's like, he's like 25, 24, he's like, he's a young white dude, you know what I'm saying, he's like 6'7", mm-hmm. I guess, blonde hair, I guess, so one of our, one of my classmates, she goes on Facebook, and she spreads a rumor that she made out with Mr. Tappan or hooked up with him. Oh my freaking God, Whoa. are you serious? Why would she do that? She was trying to get this man's career done. Bro, I, that she was that attracted to him, bro. Oh, she was that attracted God. to him. That she, did, she, wait, was she lying? I mean, yeah, she was obviously lying. Oh, but what was fine about this? It's happened, huh? What was fine about that situation? <laughs> right, I'm sorry, though, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually fucked up. What was fine about that situation though was how Mister Tappan got out of that. He was like, "No, that shit's a fucking lie." Well, when he when he was talking to the school. Because they definitely called that nigga to the office. Oh, shit. He was Damn, like, yeah, that shit's definitely fucking lie. So that nigga kept his job, and she got expelled. She got expelled. Whoa. Yeah. So, but other than that, well, hey. my, other than that, my nigga, Mr. Tappan, he was just so, he was so cool. And he made it, he made it easier to learn science because I really don't fuck with science. But he was literally the only class where I had, like, consistent good grades in because he just made it easy to learn. Easy, easy to take the notes, easy to understand. He had, he had his like duties and notebooks where we're like we, we do like special notes and like tape the worksheets in there. So that was pretty cool. Uh, 
he, and he would just talk to you about like real shit and like just talk to you on a personal level like what, what sports you like what sports you like and what music you like in and uh one time he gave me this incredible advice that I still hold to this day he was like in order to get the best productive the best product well, I can't even say the word in order to get the best productivity what I do is I just take an hour of my day and I literally like turn all the distractions off I put nothing but focus on my work in that one hour and then you'd be surprised at the work that I get done so shit. I was like damn bro let me start trying that shit yeah, yeah. that shit was working so shout out to Mr. Tyler for giving me that that jewel and just overall just keeping it real being a real nigga I bet he's still there too that's what's up man that's fire cause I felt like yeah those those life lessons and that's a good segue to my second teacher um so, my second teacher um, on my list is Mr. Gaddis. Um, hey. Yeah, you remember Mr. Gaddis? He was, I, um, he was in high school. Uh, he was my tenth grade math teacher, and so actually, crazy thing, like I actually had failed math, so mm-hmm. that's why I had to take his class. Mm-hmm. So you know what I did? So I had already like um, heard a speech from him. Like, so if you don't know, um, Mr. Gaddis, for all the people who might be listening to this who went to read in or like you know Mr. Gaddis or whatever. Um, everybody knows that Mr. Gaddis was definitely like the preacher of our school. Like yeah. Mr. Gaddis went to like various classes and just talked like some real shit, put some shit on your head, like really made you think about life and stuff. And um, he didn't, I don't even remember him teaching us math most right. of the time. Like he really just talked to us about like, it was a lot about like, you know, racism, the way the world works and the way that like the, even the origins of maybe modern white people and black people like he really went deep into a lot of biological stuff a lot of societal stuff a lot of uh social issues and stuff like that and i think that he didn't really put too much emphasis on what was being taught in that class because he knew that it wouldn't he knows like you know what i'm saying like that shit don't really help you in the real world like you know what i'm saying like he kind of was preparing us for the real shit and um me and him had an especially like kind of close relationship like it was on a first name basis he would like ask me to do certain things and you know what I'm saying? Showed that he kind of took me under his wing a little bit. And I remember one time, this is funny, but I remember one time I was standing by the door because I was early to class for a change. And um, he just walked up and just handed me his coffee and his, like, his chips or some shit, right? And that coffee mug was hot as fuck. But I didn't I didn't say shit. I was just like, I just took it and I didn't question it. He was in the middle of a conversation with somebody and I was just like, okay, keep open the door. This shit is hot as fuck. Like, I'm trying to, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be cool this shit, but this is coffee mug. I'm about to drop this shit. Like, this shit is hot as fuck. Like, how do you hold this shit? Yeah. Nigga, like, this shit is hot as fuck. And so, yeah, he's my number two because he, he gave a lot of life lessons and he, um, for, 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 for a, for a black man, to be in that position where he really cared about the education of black children and actually the specific things that you have to tell black kids mm-hmm. because they're black. He um he really blessed us with a lot of that knowledge. And even like, you know, the quote unquote hood niggas or the gangsters or whatever, whoever, <laughs> whoever fuck you thought they was, even they were like, bro, no, Mr. Gaddis be talking that real shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. like, that's how you know, like, oh, Mr. Gaddis be talking that real shit, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, nah bro. bro like, all the niggas they walking around just twisting their hair all the time and shit. Yeah, they're like, like nah, bro. Nah, cheap, Gaddis bro. on that real shit. Gaddis yeah, on that, that real that shit. That was my favorite part when even, even the hood niggas knew, yeah. bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, bro, that's when you knew you was a cool ass teacher, bro. And so then the I niggas remember, failing every class like that, that real shit. Yeah, bro. Like, cause he he was much more. He was an actual teacher as far as like he didn't just teach what his assigned subject was. He taught you life lessons and a, a myriad of things. And I think now 
Um, I think he's the dean of a university. Oh, so yeah, he's back in uh, my birth town, New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, what I'm saying, man, yeah, Mr. Gaddis was a great teacher, great man, um, and you know, he really had an impact on me. So he's my number two. Actually, he was gonna be a part of my list because I actually ended up in that same class, um, not because I failed, but because it, I, I I had started out uh, school on the accelerated path. Mm-hmm. And I put myself in there to like prove a point, but uh, I shouldn't have been in that class. I almost damn near failed, so I asked to switch back to the regular mm-hmm. pathway. And they're like, "Well, you can't really do that. The only way to do that is if you take this like remedial class and then uh, like stay on this path. And by the time you get to senior year, you'll be caught up." So I was like, "All right." And I end up in that class, and that was like, I was too at the time, man. Looking back at it, I was too. Uh, socially awkward and stubborn to really appreciate Mr. Gaddis as a person because I had never really had a teacher like that. So I, at first I thought he was just, like, rude and stuff or, like, trying to call me out for specific stuff. But now I realize he was, like, he was just a real human being, which I wasn't used to in that environment, you know what I'm saying? And he, um, yeah, he taught us a lot. I'm glad I had his class because, yeah, I don't remember much math. I do remember life lessons and talks, and I wasn't very good at math anyway, so I was very happy. I can, I can listen to a story, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, shout him out. Um, oh, my number two. Okay, so my number two, we're, we're still in primary school. No, no, we're not. Wait. Wait. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We're in fifth grade. Fifth grade. Uh, I don't remember this teacher's name. Uh, I'm sorry, but I'll go ahead and just call her Miss X, I guess. So um, uh, this is another teacher that taught me a very important lesson. So first off, <laughs> Miss uh, Miss X, she was a very um, interesting human, another real person in the world, a product of her time. She was like this, at the time, like 60-year-old black woman, right? We're a bunch of like nine-year-olds nine and shit, 10 year whatever, however old you are in fifth grade. And yo... Um, she was just so full of personality. She was very whimsical. She was like Miss Frizzle, I would say, as mm-hmm. a, a, as a teacher, like in real life, just very all around, like walking around making jokes. We all thought was funny and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, kept it real. And okay, so here's a fun fact about her: she named all her sons, all three of her sons, Omar, and her husband's name is Omar. She and she said she named them all Omar so she wouldn't ever forget any of their names. <laughs> so she just gave all of them a nickname that she would call them, but all their names were Omar, whatever. All like I've never heard of nothing like that. Like the oldest, the middle, and the youngest son all have the same name as the dad. <laughs> and so then, how, when somebody says that name, how does anybody know? Well, she guess, I guess she, she gave, them, she gave them nicknames. Okay, I, yeah, I'd never heard nothing like that before. <laughs> I, I was going to just say Omar, all four. She just of them. them out. She's like, like I don't know, Omar again. Omar. Um. So that was funny. And okay, here's the thing she taught me. She taught me to like. You know what I'm saying? Roll with the punches, essentially. So so this is what happened. I remember one time we got our test back, right? And me being the little nerdy kid that I am, I counted up my – we were going along. You know, you follow the teacher. She's like, this is what the answer for this was. And I counted up my paper, and I was like, huh. She actually gave me a, an extra point than I was supposed to have. Like, I think she fucked around and gave me, like, an 89 when I was supposed to only have, like, a 70-something or some shit. And I went up to her. I was like, ma'am, um, I, I believe you graded my paper wrong. She was like, which grade do you want? And I was like, wow, the 89. Mm -hmm. And she was like, okay. And then I went and sat back down. So I think she just didn't want to regrade my paper and go through all that shit. But I learned that when life throws you a break, you take it. 
Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when, life, when life throws you a break, you take that shit. And I was like, oh, cool. But I just <laughs> I just sat down. And that was the first time I, like, learned, like, yep, go ahead. Take that break, man. Go ahead and get you yeah. that fucking borderline A on that fucking test. <laughs> so, yeah, that was clutch. Hell, yeah. So, shout out her. Oh, um, side note, she ended up getting fired because one of the students, one of the little girls that was there, she ended up, like, saying, like, like telling her that she's fast and like dressing like a hoochie or something mm. and the little girl and the girl like um told on her and then she got fired wow she, she was hella cool but like that's like some shit a grandma would say yeah. like when she cares about her students i mean her children like you know what I'm yeah saying? so that's the type of person she was like a grandma as a teacher but like yeah. a cool one a cool grandma so yeah she was out there said some stuff she shouldn't have said sure but yeah she was cool it came from a place of care, though. I yeah. I think so because she didn't seem she wasn't malni- malicious. malicious in any malicious way. malicious. She wasn't malicious, and you can <laughs> see I learned a lot in school. <laughs> All right, so shit, we're down to number one. So my number one favorite teacher is actually a college professor. Same, surprisingly. <laughs> so it's my freshman year. Um, English 1101, I had Dr. Bressler, and that nigga was so clutch. Oh, you had Dr. Bressler? No, the name. Uh, oh, <laughs> I was about to say, you had, you had someone named Dr. Bressler? <laughs> oh. that, this could only be a Nemo's life. Man. Dr. Bress, Bressler. Okay, Dr. Bressler with Professor Beard, Miss Beard, I mean, <laughs> and Mr. Whoopelheimer. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, continue. Oh, man. Bro, one day we got to have, like, a top three funniest teachers because I'm thinking of all these funny-ass stories right now. True. But, um, okay, so Dr. Bressler, uh, now, when I went into this class, I was literally expecting the most boring shit ever because it's English 1101. It's an old white nigga in the room, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck. But then he literally just, I don't know, he just fucking talks to us and just tells all this funny shit, and... I can't, I can't really give you an example of how five Dr. Bressler was, but that nigga was five, bro. Like, he would, he would specifically, whenever you had, like, a one-on-one conversation with him, he would specifically, well, the way the class was set up was specifically based on how you were performing. So he would grade you on your performance. Mm. So if if he feels like... You're not giving it your all? Yeah, then he's going to give you a fucking F for it. Dang. But if he feels like you're giving your best effort, you're going to get an A plus for it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... um, And uh, another thing that was pretty interesting was at the start, he, he pretty much... Everybody's first paper, he pretty much gave everybody, like, a, no higher than a C plus because he wanted us to, like, earn our progression... And it was really fine to see how most of the people at the end, they ended up having way better essays, but they were still getting their A's. And he, 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 he just really made it easy to learn how to fucking write, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's so I really appreciate Dr. Bressler for that semester. Man, that and class. having a dope college professor, man, that's huge. That yeah. could, sometimes that can make your whole day. Yeah, exactly. Man, college bro. is fucking strenuous. Yeah, shit. Like, like you would literally just walk in that nigga's class and then walk out with a smile. That's, be- see, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. Shout out to Bressler. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, my number one 
uh, teacher is also a college professor. Um, my sophomore year, Dr. Shannon. Um, oh. Dr. Shannon, um, and it's probably just because you know what I'm saying prisoner of a recent moment. She's my best teacher in recent memory. So, but as I've you know matured as a young adult, you start to really appreciate those teachers. You know, so yeah. Dr. Shannon is my number one. Um, she was my African American studies teacher, and I had her my sophomore year, uh, spring semester sophomore year, and um, I got in that class late. Like I had to drop a class, um, and then I had to just register for something really fast before like I couldn't, so I could have enough credits to still graduate on time. So I just picked up this African American Studies course, and then um, I'm surprised. Like, okay, so she's like super popular, like at Georgia State. Like she's like known, like she has clout, and um, I'm surprised. Like her class was still on the list, but I guess she it was a lecture class, so it was like a hundred people in there or something like that, right? Yeah. So. Um, I mean, like, my first impression of this lady, it was like, oh, she, like, okay, she wanted them. Like, she keep it all the way real. She's like your grandma. She'll probably beat the shit out of you, but then make you make sure you get to the hospital as quickly as possible. <laughs> so um, she definitely taught, like, a lot of life lessons. She, now, she's the type of person that, like, you can tell she was born to do what she's fucking doing. Right. Like, it's just a part of who she is. And she, um, me and her had a, a bit of a personal relationship. Um, she's actually the person who was responsible for us even getting a contact with Terry Timberlake for our documentary for um, our um, documentary on depression and black youth. So she helped us a lot, you know what I'm saying, in that way. So I'll always remember her for that because without her, that wouldn't happen that way. Right. Um, and she really gave like a lot of good, like she's one of the few classes with like, even though like I ain't gonna lie, her quizzes and tests were kind of hard, goddamn, but she made you want to come to class not only because you got a point off if you were fucking late. So if you were late, you, you're great to be fucked. You know what I'm saying? She was really she was real strict on attendance, so you wanted to come. And then on top of that, she was that kind of endearing person where, like, somebody one time said that, oh, like, she was like, she asked what's wrong with you. And she said, uh, the student said, my hair, my head hurts. And she was like, go go leave. You know what I'm saying? If you're not feeling well, you know what I'm saying? She was like, I'm a mother before I'm a teacher. You know what I'm saying? And I was mm-hmm. like damn like you feel what i'm saying like just that kind of shit like she had a very motherly kind of um yeah very motherly presence um in the classroom and um the way the way you got in good with her is definitely participating raising your hand you know what i'm saying because she, she would call on you if you didn't fucking raise your hand so um <laughs> you know what i'm saying like she was really engaging she was really honest um some she was strict, but it was a strict that you needed. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know that you need that at this age. We're kind of mature enough to be like, okay, I know why she's acting this way. She went through a lot of tough shit. You know what I'm saying? As she explained in her life, she went through a lot of tough shit, which makes her the tough person that she is, which makes her the strong person that she is. So um, definitely in college, you know what I'm saying? I didn't expect really to you know stumble upon that. Um, so I really appreciate her. Um, and you know, even through the email, she's you know told me I'm sensational, that the video was good, she really liked it, and just following up on students and building a personal connection with your students, I think is very important, especially in a college level where people, it's highly stressful, people can't sometimes afford to pay for this shit, you know what I'm saying, people have kids, like, it was a lot of people in our class who, a couple people in our class who had kids, who she had to, you know what I'm saying, accommodate for, and she just was very caring, and some people brought their kids into class, you know what I'm saying, it was just a lot of life shit that she was very understanding of, and that she preached to us, and about how to get through our own personal problems and things like that. So, Dr. Shane is my number one uh, for all those long ass reasons I fucking just mentioned, man. Shout out to her for real. No, one yeah. of GSU's finest. Right. I had her class too, actually. And mm-hmm. yeah, I would only just be echoing the same sentiments as you. She was a really, really great teacher that can't be understated. 
Um, she would like make you want to raise your hand. Like you felt so good for her to like call your name and you get the answer right and shit. Like she would get you motivated to come to class, all that. Right, because like, when you got the answer right, she looked well. phenomenal. And she, yeah, right. And she mm-hmm. would, she would, you earn the grade, the, you, the got. grade you get yes. from her. Yes. And it felt so good to get a good grade out of her class. So definitely shout out, um, Doctor Shannon. Um, okay, my number one. Oh man, this the, the, you, listen. You guys got me thinking about a lot of other teachers that I've had. Maybe not a lot, but like so a few other teachers that I've had that have been really great. Honorable mention to. Uh, acting teacher we had miss stacy she was really awesome yeah. but got to keep the theme of uh life lessons here <laughs> so we're going all the way back to i think this was junior year or senior year one of the two back in high school um had this teacher mr griffith uh taught, taught economics mm-hmm. um wait but, a minute bro that might be shots dad bro are you tripping are, are you, you s- bro hold up that taught bro, a I, well, I remember Shop told me that he teaches at some East Side school. His name was Willie Griffith. Bro, that's his dad. That's his dad. Fucking Are you God. serious? Are you yes, serious? That's his fucking yo, dad. yo, hold up, hold up. You, yo. bro, I had his that class too. That nigga's house is nice as shit. Are you, are you serious? Yes, we both, I had his class too. So go Swear. ahead. Yo. Yes. Oh my. Oh, oh well, shit. Now I don't know if I should say certain stuff. Man, say everything. <laughs> Fuck it. Just I'm like okay. This, I'll, this I'll, I'll, I'll keep it. Oh man, let's keep it a hundred. Keep it undone. I'm gonna keep it a hundred, man. All right, <laughs> all right, man. Mr. Griffith, man, um, taught at Redan. I remember. Okay, I remember going into his class. Right, they do look alike. Okay, go ahead. A lot of the popular people at school didn't like his class. Like yeah. before, I went to his class. I remember they, bro. Oh, this nigga just talks all day, bro. You don't never shut up, like. And I was like, hmm, okay. So I went to his class, right expecting this to be like this long boring class but yo he's another one like mr uh gaddis to where he'll start with the lesson he'll teach you something and then it's like all right story time (laughs) and yo he would always (laughs) tell us and like people would man people be so lame because they be acting like they didn't care is is this gonna be on a test and it's like, bro, if you just shut the fuck up, you don't realize <laughs> that he's already given us the answers to the test. Right. Like, now it's just story time. And I would love that shit, bro, because I don't really give a fuck that much about high school economics, but I like hearing interesting-ass stories. <laughs> so he would just go on a tangent every day and just, like, tell us this long story about life. And it would be, like, a lessons in there that would actually, like, um, like t- teach us stuff. You know what I'm saying? And... <laughs> All right, here's this one life lesson, man. So I remember he was like, he he used, he told us he used to play football, right? And he like, you know, he was in college. He was like, you know what I'm saying, the ladies like me and all that stuff, <laughs> right? So check this out. I'm a, so this one time he told us this story that stuck with me um, for like my future. And I just remember this one moment where he was like, yeah, so I used to be, um, he used to be like sort of a Casanova or whatever he would say. So he was like, I, I remember I took a trip to this one city for something, for like something school related. And he met this woman there that um, that liked him. And she was like, oh, well, you promise I'll be your only one? And this man was like, well, I can't promise you that. But I can, I will promise that you'll be the only one in this city for me. And like, <laughs> yo, and like she took, she was like, okay, or whatever, right? And she like thought that was like sweet and stuff. And this is like, I don't know when, this is like 70s or something. So yeah, he, you can say he, that smooth shit so, back then. Right. So he was like, you'd be the only one in this city for me. 
my god. So this god. man went back to school, right? And then he and then he he ended up meeting another woman. This is how much of a G he was though. Like he met another woman that then they ended up hitting it off. But then she told him she was from that same city. So he cut it off. He was like, No, I I made a promise. Oh my so, god. Yo. <laughs> yo. So he kept, so he, kept he, he he stuck with you know what I'm saying? He kept it true. And I hey, he was like, if see if she was from another city, but I made a promise, you know what I'm saying? So I can't do that. Cause I guess in his like I'm not trying to have her out here looking stupid. I go like walking through the city and like it's like two I'm with eighty other girls or something, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to you know, so that was I was like, dang, bro, that was hella cool. So I just like I kept that level of, of mentality of game with me. So I was like, when I go out in the world, you know what I'm saying, I'm just keep it chill. Because every time he would talk about the women, he would just keep it cool. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying, it was after me, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I kept it chill, you know. And I was like, oh, that's so tight. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the um, that's the story. So, yeah, bro, that's fucking wild that that's fucking <laughs> shop's dad. <laughs> yeah, I, I, had a, I had a class, too, and I remember taking him senior year, and, like, he – um. I think I went from I think in this man eyes I might have went from like zero to hero because I think I know at the beginning man I used to be like a person like I didn't I don't know why I didn't take his test seriously at first like cuz I I wasn't really used to having to like actually read the book and read the content his test was set up like I thought I'd pass that shit. I got that shit back. I failed. I was like, what the fuck? So then I actually had to adjust and actually do what he said yeah. and just fucking read the book and then like I went from like I think he told me I had like the highest grade in the class at the end of the at the, at the end of the school year and i was like oh shit like yeah i really like and then you know like he did motivate me along the way because at first when i like i said i was failing at first and then i started getting a's and he was like check you out mr thompson now you just like yeah like what the fuck <laughs> so and then like another thing he used to do that was just weird about him he used to always say some certain things like three times like yeah. he'd walk in and be like morning 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 yes. <laughs> every, uh, yes. every morning every morning <laughs> Morning, you would say that. Morning, morning, morning. And then, Everybody, like, yeah. and we, like, our some of our friends would be like, "Oh, here it comes." Yeah, just, and I would just be sitting there like, "I'm ready for story time." I'm like, about, yeah. I'm like, bro, we finna go to lunch. This shit clutch as fuck. I don't gotta do barely any work. Just sit here and listen to this man's story. But what, I, I love teachers that go on tangents and just tell stories. Cause yeah, you know you finna get a, a good grade out that class. Yeah, because most of the time it'd be interesting stories anyway. Right, and if, yeah. you, and if you, bro, like if you ever just raise your hand and like ask a question about the story, they love that shit and they'll like they'll okay, continue okay. the story. All right, Mister yeah. Brent. Even though it's, <laughs> when they're grading, they'll remember you. Yeah, you know I'm saying like yeah. And he used to. I'm sorry. Uh, I had the, uh, I had his morning class. And he used to always. The only thing he used to always even tripped a little bit about was just us talking during the announcement. So he'd be like, "Yo, <laughs> stop, <laughs> it's like stop with it, like." Yo, the announcements are on. Yo, and I'm like, bro. Yeah, man. That's, I got. I had to put him in number one because that was like the most recent, um, like stand. Well, not the most recent, but a, a recent standout teacher that made my days at Redan a little less bad. I was like, oh, this, this is cool. So, um, yeah, that's my number one teacher. Yeah, I had to. I I remember one time, bro. And, um, like during spring, I was on spring break with uh, with shop, and I just saw his dad like grading a whole bunch of papers. Yo, yo, he was grading our shit. Bro, that's crazy <laughs> as fuck. That, he was our, our shit. Our name could have been in that stack. Yeah. Bro, that's weird as fuck. And Bruh. Nemo didn't even know who the fuck we are. You had no idea. Didn't, or yeah. grading oh, our whole bro, lives. Didn't we say Nemo knows everybody, bro? He does. What oh, the fuck? <laughs> How do you know my 11th grade economics teacher? Oh, yeah, the shop's fucking dead. How? Like, what the fuck? The universe is crazy, man. 
not just anyone, but like one that I went out of my way to mention. You know how many anomalies had to align for that? What the fuck, bro? Like and they don't even stay. They, and that's a close friend. Like that's one of your closest friends. Like that's damn near probably your uncle. And Nemo doesn't even live nowhere near fucking Redan. Man, what the fuck? And he's like, I just seen this nigga. Gra- I seen this nigga grand y'all pay me. That nigga's dumb. <laughs> he's got thirty twos and shit. Like, how? What kind of weird name? Name is that? that? Like, this nigga Jalen got a twelve. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I did see some low grades in that stack. Uh, <laughs> probably mine. That probably was mine. What fuck you talking about? It was uh, Ra and the students that were like, bro, is this gonna be on the test? <laughs> like, he would probably shut your ass up. But he did give us a quiz like every other day. He did. But he did. that's actually funny. But if you just fuck with him, like he'll he'll fuck with you. He'll break it down and like he was a good economics teacher as well. Yeah, like, well, you got the content. Yeah, I actually learned about economics from that class, which is a lot more I can say from about a lot of classes, especially <laughs> at the reading. You know, that. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Griffith, man. Shout out to Shop's dad, man. <laughs> Shop's dad. Yeah, that's that's how we're gonna acknowledge from oh now on. Oh my god, are you fuck? All right, look, I gotta. I want to wait. I actually, yeah, I want to see him again. Me too. Me bro. too. I want to see him again. That's crazy. I want to see him again. I want to see if he remember crazy. us. I want to see if he remember us. And be like, yo, Nemo's like one of our closest friends. Nemo's like our best friend. <laughs> yo, and you're like, these are two of my. Like, if he remembers us, that's gonna be wild, bro. bro that's Name and all, Mr. Thompson, Mr. Brent. Like, bro, what that the just, fuck? That just makes it even funnier of how, like, think about how shop is and how his dad is. <laughs> <laughs> morning, morning, morning. And then shop just be chilling. Right. So that's I was like, so if he's just like, what's up, y'all? That's <laughs> so funny, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got to keep going. We, we can talk about this more after the show, but that's funny as fuck, bro. Bro, that's okay. a highlight for real. Okay. That's a fucking highlight. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay, now is our show and tell segment. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We're one of our favorite teachers again. Oh, shit. You're right. <laughs> okay, okay. For me, I got uh, number number three second grade teacher, Miss Neely, uh, spider crawling over her magic trick shit. Number f- uh, number two, fourth grade teacher, Miss X, three sons with the same exact name. Uh, oh, my. Taught me about um, how to be cool. And number one, we got Shop's dad, uh, Mr. Griffith, economics teacher, 11th grade, morning, 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 put me up on some game. Shout out. <laughs> All right, so my number three was Miss Mogul. She was from third and fourth grade. Now, he, here's something I didn't mention about her. Um, when she came to our school when I was in third grade, she was, that was her first year. But then she was thinking of going back to her old school at the end, but she decided to just stay with the same class that I had, and she was our fourth grade teacher, so that shit was fine. Cool. So, uh, yeah, m- number three, Miss Mogul. Number two was Mr. Tappan from eighth grade science. And number one is Dr. Bressler from freshman year English class, 1101. My top three is number three. I had Miss Thomas, my junior year English teacher at Reading. You know what I'm saying? Real personable, real cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Bought me fucking Zaxby's. Like, need I say more? Um, need not. Um, and yeah, it was definitely one of my favorite teachers, you know, in high school and ever. Um, number two was Mr. Gaddis. Um, strong male presence, strong male figure that we had in high school. Um, taught us a lot of real shit. Our some of our, I think some of my first exposure to like real, like worldly shit in school, definitely. Um, and you know, he was real as fuck. Uh, sometimes he kept it too real, but he needed to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If he wanted, if there's a such thing as that. Um, and shout out to him now that he's a dean. Um, and number one, Dr. Shannon, professor at Georgia State University, one of Georgia State's finest. Um, again, really, really, really valuable life lessons that she taught. 
Um, me and her developed a, a good personal relationship. She helped us with our documentary. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you know, we'll always be grateful for her in that. So, yeah. Yeah. Let us know what, uh, which uh, set of teachers you wish you would have had from our list. Uh, without further ado, let's and tell us some of yours. Yeah, so tell us some of your uh, best or favorite teachers or teacher moments. Without further ado, let's get into the show and tell segment where we bring up something we feel is under-discussed or, you know, under underground, and we just want to talk about and discuss and bring to you guys' attention. All right, I got to go first because mine is probably the stupidest show-and-tell of all time. Okay, <laughs> looking forward to it. Uh, and it's a piece of advice that goes with it. All right, um, so buy floss picks, right? Huh? Buy floss picks. I think I have those. Don't okay. buy regular string floss. Last night, I got a piece of floss stuck in my teeth. Okay. A a piece of string floss, like this, you know, Mm -hmm. that you take out the white box. I got a piece of floss stuck in my teeth. That's My top right. Bro, and it's like, it's not, it it sounds stupid, and it sounds like, oh, that's nothing. But not only did it get stuck, I was flossing, and I tried to pull it out. It It got shredded. So it wasn't yeah. like a long piece of floss that I could just yank out. I tried to pull it out and it broke off, and there's just like a piece of white floss hanging yeah, out of my so mouth, lame. right? And I was like, "Yo, what the fuck? What mm-hmm. am I? How am I supposed to get this out of my mouth, right? Out of my teeth?" And so I looked it up on on the internet, and it was all it was all just saying, "You're gonna have to schedule to see a dentist." This was last night, bro. So I was finna. I was like, "What the fuck, bro?" Like. I was brushing my teeth, and then it was like, I was brushing my teeth late, like 12, flossing. This shit got stuck in my teeth. And I was like, bruh, what the fuck? I was like, I was thinking I was going to have to come into work today, like, with that shit <laughs> hanging out of my teeth until I scheduled to see a dentist, bruh. It was, it was that hard to, like, get out of my teeth. Mm. It took me, like, over an hour and, like, 15 minutes to Damn. get that shit out. Like, I was pulling. It was because it's like you're pulling on something that's, like, string. And it's not going nowhere, and yes. it's shredded, and so, so this is what I did, man. It took me like an hour of like poking, prodding, pulling. So at the end, of, at the end of it, I kept fucking with it. I was like, bro, nah, bro, I'm not going to sleep till I like get the shit out of my teeth. It was so annoying. I I end up calling my mom. <laughs> I called my mom, and then my my brother, and then was on Facetime with me. They're like laughing. They're like, what the fuck? They're like, you got a piece of floss stuck in your teeth? And I was like, yeah. So they're like, double it up, double the, the thing and try to get it out. I was like, I tried that. And they kept giving me suggestions. And then what I ended up having to do was, and you ain't find, you won't be able to find this on the internet because I couldn't find no solutions. Everyone I looked up was like, went to the dentist, and they took it out. Um, I, I doubled up a piece of floss, and I looked up. There's a small gap between your gums and your where your teeth meet. There's a tiny hole. My the floss was stuck right where my teeth were cross section, mm. so I had to double up the floss, and it took me maybe like two times doing this. Put it in my in the tooth, and just yank up and pull as hard as you can, so that you get the floss up through that ho- to the hole, to where it's loose, and then you can pull it out. And I fucking I was bleeding after doing that shit. I got a little like tiny cut on my lip. Mm. Um, yeah, that shit really sucked. So I'm not. I'm going to buy some floss picks, the little floss things. Yeah, Don't use regular cheap ass normal floss. That shit. It you, it was so difficult yeah, to get that, out. That, that shit just like sounds annoying. Sounds like one of those like those nagging shits. Like, why the yeah, fuck bro. aren't you moving? Like, ooh. Because like regular floss just looks so fucking mm-hmm. nasty anyway. It comes in like three different strings or whatever. Oh, it, no, bro. It, 
It's it's lame. That shit was crazy. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, are you serious? Yeah, regular toothpicks are just I was like, better. I was like, only this could happen to me. Like, only this weird <laughs> ass. No one on the internet. Like, two people are like, yeah, I experienced this. I had to schedule a dentist appointment. I'm like, what? What the fuck? So, yeah. Over I was, some damn flaws. I'm saying. Yeah, I was at least gargling. you got that shit out. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I was man. like, nah, fuck that. I'm getting this shit out somehow. I was like trying to pick it out with like pieces of wire. I was trying to do all kinds of shit. Yeah, yeah. Man. So. we all, we all had those, those kind of like nagging, like little, not even injury, but like a little like yeah. what do you call it? Like I don't know annoyances, a little, little, know. little a little annoyances. Yeah. Was, yeah, and I was like, bro, I don't have the time to go to the fucking dentist over this stupid shit just so they could take it out and then bill me. I don't have any money for that. Right, I was like, like we gotta fuck? get the shit out, and it was like feeling impossible, bro. Cause I don't, it was it's hard to describe, but that shit was very difficult. Yeah, I put I put the uh, situation on my Instagram story at Huey Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. That's so, my show and tell. <laughs> so who's next? Um, I'll go because I probably got a stupid ass show and tell too. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I was watching. This is like when I when I found this out, I was just like, oh, this could be my show and tell, even though it's like real simple. Um, so I was watching Ugly God's interview on Vlad TV. He just did another interview on Vlad TV, right? And dang, I didn't get to check out that one yet. I saw it. Um, he revealed that there's a city in Alaska called the North Pole. Yeah, <laughs> and I did not know that shit, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, so they actually just went along with it and they said let's name this shit the North Pole? Like, what is more, not more of a more appropriate setting than Alaska to name some shit the North Pole?" And I was just, I googled it, and I was like, "Hmm, this is fucking interesting." How they have a city called North Pole? He said he went there yeah. to like kind of exile himself when he was going through his depression. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, that's just fucking interesting. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a city called the North Pole. Like, yeah, it's funny because he was like, yeah, I said I was. He was when he put on Instagram, he was like, I'm going to the North Pole. Niggas thought they was joking. He was like, I, I said I was going to the North Pole. He was like, yeah, there's a city in Alaska called the North Pole. So I just went there for a week. It's like just, one of those matter of fact. Joseph was like, yeah, my friend goes to the North Pole, and everybody's like, all right, cool, whatever, nigga. And then they they were like, they call you like, where you at? North the North Pole. Pole. North and you're Pole, like, Alaska. North Pole. And he was like, Nick, where you at? I'm in North Pole, Alaska. <laughs> and you're like, I had to, the fact that that was just a real city, I, I thought that was kind of cool. Just because, you know, obviously because what the North Pole was told us to be as kids. So it's just like, that was just, I guess, a cool little research thing. I was like, oh, the North Pole. I don't think I ever go there because I don't like super cold weather. But, you know, hey, I thought that shit was cool. So that's just my show until Just in case anybody listening didn't know, there's a city in Alaska called the fucking North Pole. So that's, funny. that's just kind of funny to me. All right, so for for my show and tell, it's kind of just a situation I wanted to get you guys' reaction on. Um, this shit happened like, well, really yesterday to be honest. But uh, oh, y'all know that I'm a sports fan. Blah blah blah. Are all you? that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> so um, my nigga Andrew Luck retired like super early. Oh yeah, I heard about that, bro. Fuck. Yeah, I I really wanted to get you guys' reaction on a situation like this because, <laughs> just, okay, so just imagine like, yeah, because I don't know who that is at all. Yeah, I'm I'm finna I'm finna give you a nice little analogy. So just imagine like you have a draft, right? You can select any superhero that you want, right? Okay. And number and you get the very first pick. You're you're like in a room of other niggas, right? Uh-huh. And, and y'all all trying to draft a team of superheroes. You get the very first pick. And the very first nigga you get is like 
Fuck, I don't know. Who's, who's one of your favorite superheroes? <laughs> who's one of my favorite? Like, Spider-Man. Okay, so imagine imagine Spider-Man. Imagine you get Spider-Man first. First pick, that's fine. Yeah, right? So then Spider-Man en- ends up, like, getting injured, injured and, fucking, and fucking beat up, like, a whole bunch of times. And he loses his webs. And imagine him, like, just retiring. Damn. Of course he retired, man. Yeah, forced and, to retire, man. That's and, what Sony and Marvel almost made happen. Yeah, and <laughs> basically you're trying to build your entire little, your entire Fantastic. team like around, around Spider-Man, and which is literally what Marvel is trying to yeah, do. Yeah. This right. is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that's basically what happened to Andrew Luck. Oh, it, it's not funny what happened to him. I'm sorry, but the, <laughs> the, the, the analogy was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the reason behind it is more than just the injuries and the team being trash but it's also because he had a whole lot of depression mm. anxiety and mental health issues well re- regular health issues you know he kept me getting injured you know what i'm right. saying gotta fix that was, line. was he how new was he okay he been here for a minute yeah he's been here since 2012 so that's about okay. seven years he was okay. approaching veteran status okay. yeah and he was actually finna approach the status to like so actually how, get them into how a championship old was he like how old is D, I'm assuming he got drafted at like 18. No, he was like college? 23 when oh, he so got out drafted. of college. Okay, yeah, he's like maybe 30, 31. Okay, yeah. so yeah, that is pretty early to just retire. Yeah, abruptly like that. It's kind of yeah. like what we thought Derrick Rose. And especially to do. being forced to retire because of injuries and. Oh, he wasn't really. He he wasn't forced to retire because he had fifty million dollars sent on the table for him. Mm-hmm. It's just that he, he didn't want to kill himself. Basically. Yeah, his body gave out on him. Basically, he didn't. So like okay, just um, I heard about this, but I didn't read into it. Like so, he um, was it just purely like his his physical limitations that was the main decision why he couldn't play anymore? Physical health and mental health, because yeah. like the fans were getting on him too. It was like yo, we we need a championship. Yeah, the you're, fans you're, are ruthless. Man. Yeah, you're, remember like, what, <laughs> when uh, KD. Basically, yeah, yeah, they cheered at first, and then they started clapping. And his own fans basically pressured this nigga to, to continue to play. Yeah, and he fucked him up. You know, well, not only that, but the team more so. That's like mm. the, the team and the team doctors are like, yeah. you know, people kind of stroking your ego. Like, you know what? If we we could we could we could beat them if we had yeah. you, Kevin. And that's 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 subliminal pressure. Yeah. Without them saying we need you to be out there, but it's like, man, it'd be great. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you could go. Yeah. And then look what happened. People he wanted to go there so too soon. Ruthless when it comes to sports figures. Even the best ones that they're like, oh, we maybe we should just wait to next year. Or Fans like, are fickle, bro. Fans are very fickle. And yeah, you're right. The cheering, like that shit was gross as fuck. Like he was a robot that shut down or something. Like, and, you know what I mean? Yeah, and get this. The, the the Colts fans, they were booing Andrew Luck after they found out he retired. Oh fuck. Are you serious? Yeah, are you fucking serious? Because he was at the game last night and when he left they were booing. Wait, wait, wait. Was it announced that he was retiring? Shit. Okay. He probably, like, he, shit, I don't know for sure, but he probably did a conference before the game. It was like, yeah, this is this is it for me. Man, he probably liked that and just showed up to the game just to support. And Oh, he didn't play. Nah. Oh, yeah, he already didn't play. Yeah, it's still was, preseason. And he was wearing a T-shirt. Damn. And they booed him. <laughs> that's when they put Bro, that's, yeah, that would fuck up my mental health, too. Like, oh, Yeah, that probably did not help. Like, you you just gave your life to something. You're like, well, I have to retire. I don't want to die. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Man, go, Boo! They, they, probably have them, they probably feel like, I don't know, maybe he quit or something. I don't fucking yeah, know. But probably, if he didn't yeah, quit, yeah, if he yeah, felt yeah. like he couldn't visit, Come on, you bro. have to think about your... That's, that's selfish he's as fuck. He's smart as fuck for doing that. He just He's a millionaire, and he'll be able to still think cognitively for, like, the oh, next four years. still functions. Speaking of smart, he did graduate from Stanford. You did. <laughs> so, come on, man. And, like, fuck you still want a life after. Like, that's what yeah. Derrick Rose was 
was saying one time, I want to be able to like fucking walk with my kids and fucking Dude, do all this shit. He's a thirty year old millionaire. What the fuck you? <laughs> I, he gave his life to that fucking game. Like exactly. What the fuck? And literally gave up his body, like, as they all do. And football players take the biggest risk and get the least reward, right. yo, and so. And mad that he didn't, like, leave the game shaken and fucking, Yeah, over <laughs> Then they would have clapped and gave him a little small clap and retired his jersey. <laughs> but <laughs> They'd have been like, they him thumbs up. Right. Here's another funny thing about Andrew Luck. So they joke about this in the little NFL community or whatever. So if you, like, look at a video of, like, the players mic'd up and shit, you can hear that Andrew Luck is always like, "Oh, good job, man!" After like he gets hit really hard, so like imagine. Wow, like, what the fuck? Imagine like a nigga like crushes his ribs type shit. And he's like, "Oh, oh good hit, man!" Bro, that was that was good. That was. <laughs> That's how you know hit, you man. tough son of a bitch. Yeah, you're tough <laughs> as fuck. Your ribs are broken. You're like, oh, that was tight. Like you're coughing up blood. That's probably like, bro, like that was fucking that's sick. Definitely, that's definitely the DNA of a football player. They just because they're probably just used to taking those hits and they're just like, "Good ones, man." Good ones. Like, oh, that was. Do you see that? That was tight. And <laughs> he was actually um, shit, he was he was rookie of the year, wasn't he? I think so. He he had oh, a rookie of the year award. No, that, that had to be RG three. Oh well, he was they was t- they was picks one and two yeah. in the same draft class though. So he had you know what I'm saying like and he got to he got to the coast to the playoffs like once or twice did he? Yeah, the, the, they the just didn't go where, anywhere. The times where he actually had a good season, who's, not the team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how it be sometimes when you're. Who's the second best player on that team besides him? Who's the person they're gonna now? Put in the focal point, you think? Ah, uh, shit. He was a QB. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he was gonna step. Yeah, up that to nigga the was out last year too. So they had a backup plan for him last year. Oof. Uh, shit. Second best player on the Colts. Damn, they don't really have that many good players. Well, they got Frank Gore. They got they got okay. Frank they, Gore is nice. And they also have that that one guy. He's a linebacker from a black college. Okay, I fought with him. I, I I forgot his name, but he's a linebacker. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Mm. Darius something. So they gonna have to step up. And speaking of the NFL, just real quick, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, speaking of quarterbacks, I hope you know Cam Newton has a bounce back year. I hope so too. I hope Cam Newton has a back has a bounce back year because you remember that one year he went to the Super Bowl. I've like, seen oh, yeah. all the black people from the, all the yeah. pressure of the black community was like on his back. We was like, we was all like please all right, come on, Cam. See, I fought with Cam Newton, but I don't really fought with the Panthers. Mm. Mm. So I, I want you. Cam Newton to do well. I could give a shit about the Panthers, but yeah, yeah it's yeah. cool to see a black quarterback do some, yeah. some cool shit and be like, you know, Cam. Everyone knows Cam Newton. ATLian too. He's from ATL. That's what's I, up. Um, I actually pass by this sign sometimes when I go to work, and it says, "This is the hometown of Cam Newton." So it's like <laughs> they, have a, they have a sign that <laughs> yes. says, "What that. the fuck?" Yes. Um, and <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> it's like this is the hometown of Cam. That's how you know you're a famous figure. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is the. Home- he probably like, I think it's nothing near- about that sign. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'll probably come here and be like, "The fuck." Yeah. On the uh, south side of Atlanta, so he's cool. damn. You know. bro, uh, I just re- I just remembered something. His brother went to my school. He was a quarterback. Of course, he you did. went to the school at the same time as you. No, nah, no. Nah. See, oh, I was see say. Cam. He went to Westlake, but his little brother went to my school. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was gonna say, bro. I was gonna yeah. say this nigga might as well. Be, oh, dude, Drake gave me a coffee one time at fucking <laughs> yeah. Starbucks, man. One time I did see that. Nigga. And then I was happened to be. Of and then course I, you saw. But, I mean, you I saw. saw him, wait, you saw who? I saw Drake. Him. Fucking Drake. Not Drake. I'm talking about Cam. But oh, oh I was about to say you didn't wait. Hold. That's why I said I like, you saw Drake. <laughs> what the fuck? You well, never told us this, man. We don't feel like oh, movies, nigga. That's my homie's dad. <laughs> so look, I went to I went to I went to Grady with this girl and like. Drake's her cousin, and I was like, I met that nigga one time. Yeah, he was pretty chill. Right. What's funny is when we le- when we left your crib like last week, when we got in the ele- when we got in the elevator, there was literally a girl that I knew. 
Yeah, of and, and Jenna was. was like, "Damn." Well, I, I'm pretty sure he was thinking it, but he was like, "Damn, she she fine." He was probably she was he was probably <laughs> thinking that, and, and he was like, "I know her." Yeah, I, I, I was, was just like, "Oh yeah, you talking about? The, yeah, she was cute." He's yeah. like in my second second grade science class or some shit. Yeah, of course. I, was, I was like, "God damn, bro!" <laughs> I could count on my one hand the amount of people I like see from my old school at GSU, bro. Like, it's very few people. Very few people. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, man. Grady is famous as hell. How but. the fuck is my 11th grade <laughs> yeah. economic he, teacher? He, that's the most unbelievable shit he's heard in a minute. Because I was structuring this list this morning. Do you know, I was about to replace him. with. I was thinking about adding Miss Stacy, but I was like, nah, I got to give it. Oh, my. That's so weird, bro. What the fuck? I was not fucking expecting that. That was the last thing I was expecting. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? I, that's why I said his first name. I was like, his name was Willie Griffith. And when you fucking just said, fell yeah. back. Yeah, th- at first I thought it was just like a long shot. I was like, I was yeah, like what the, yeah, Griffith. Griffith you know. is pretty common. He was like, you know bro, Willie Griffith, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's so fucking, that's weird, bro. I didn't know shit about Nemo when I was in 11th grade. I know. This nigga saw my name, though, on some papers. <laughs> Like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> right, you was over Shop's house and you just heard Mr. Griffith or like, Mr. Willie. Mr. Willie now. The world is small, bro. Out right. of all the teachers that we said or could have said. You're number one. Out of all the teachers we could have said. You know how many teachers we've had? <laughs> None of them have known any. None of them are Shop's else. dad. Yeah, except <laughs> one. <laughs> We had a shop on the show. We had somebody. And I didn't know this at the time. Right. We didn't know that somebody we had on our show was his dad. That's like the best friend of our best friend. Yes. <laughs> had what a dad who taught the fucking both of us. That taught both of us. God I don't damn. think you understand how weird that is, bro. We grew up on opposite ends of the state of the fucking city. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what the fuck? All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right. All right, I think that's going to do it for us for today. Uh, Shout out to the, to y'all for listening. Please. Uh, please. Yeah, thank you is what I meant to say. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening, yeah. Uh, my name's Hugh Revolution. You can follow me at Hugh Revolution on everything. I drip. I, I drip. God damn yeah, it. I he did speak. just drip that. that brand I, just new dripped, <laughs> I just dripped a brand new song called Sick. It's dripped on all streaming platforms. It's on SoundCloud. Check me out. You dig. More stuff coming soon. Hero Revolution on everything. You can follow all of us at Low Mid on YouTube or Low Mid or not or and on Low Mid Productions on Instagram. Uh, it might have a Twitter coming soon for y'all. So yeah, um, this is King Ramil speaking. You can follow me on Instagram at King Ramil King R A H M I L. Um, and yeah, like you said, you can follow our um, YouTube and our you know Low Mid Productions stuff on Instagram to keep up with what we got going on. Yeah, big facts. And you can follow me, Nemo, at uh, Nemo the Zeus on Instagram or in- or Twitter. And uh, yeah, definitely show some love to Huey Song because yeah, appreciate it. You did check that out. All right, thank you guys for listening. We out really good.